They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Darian Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my brother, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Oh, man, it's a long week. Long week because you're you're still stuck in, uh, in Starfield? No, it's just a long week. Oh. I, don't, I didn't even know what today, I didn't even know today was Thursday, I'll be honest with you. I forgot today was Thursday. Uh... Big Mo asked me what I'm playing tonight, and I was like, "Oh, I'm playing." I was like, "Wait a minute, no, we got a podcast tonight." I was like, "I totally forgot it was Thursday." The, the weeks are just going by super fast. Recently, my school, my uh, my son's back in school, and it's just like whoop, just every day is just like a, a whirlwind. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. You can listen to us on uh, live right here on YouTube on 30 NSG. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday evenings. Uh, you can watch us after the fact over uh, here on YouTube and also on Spotify video format. Uh, and then you can also listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and anywhere else uh, you can listen to podcasts. They should be up to date up until this episode, uh, episodes uh, 366. We did do our 360, 365th episode last week, so you now can listen to us every day of the week Uh Every, every day of the day year, of the every day of the year for the entire year for 365 episodes. Um, so yeah, on today's show, Sarge, we're gonna be talking about what we've been playing. Right, we've been playing Starfield. We've been playing uh, the first Descendant. You picked it up a little bit earlier today and started playing a little bit. We'll get your thoughts on that. We're gonna talk about Embracer has uh, conducted layoffs of Tomb Raider, uh, and uh, the devs of Crystal Dynamics are a little upset. Uh, we're gonna talk about Immortals of Avium Studio lays off nearly half their staff. Uh, this past week, we're going to talk about uh, Apple and their, you know, their what they're doing with the with the new iPhones and whatnot. We talked about it a little bit last week and what they're doing. Uh, we're gonna, we'll do that. We're going to talk about Unity, the update for Unity, what's happening with the devs there. That basically they they just want to be done with Unity now. Unity's backtracking. We're going to talk about Titanfall Two, Sarge. It's been seven years, uh, and all of a sudden Titanfall Two is back in the uh, back in action because uh, they're given. They're giving updates. They put a new game mode in there. It's on PC. It's on Xbox again. I mean, it was there, but they did an update. They fixed it. Okay, it was sitting dormant for so long because people refused to fix it. It was being it was being broke on purpose, and now it's fixed. Uh, we're going to talk about the Titanic. I mean, Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft had a bunch of leaks. Uh, a bunch of leaks this past week. They need that. What's the, what's that stuff called? Flex Seal. They need that slam. They they need to stop. Right, and the worst part is, Sarge, they did it to themselves, right? They, the someone saw the I, folder. I don't, I don't, I, I still to this day, I don't, I don't know. Well, they did. I it. don't believe in, I don't believe in leaks. Well, that's fine, but they did it to themselves. They, they, that's they fine. saw two things and they pressed the wrong button and they said we're going to submit it to the public instead of private, and that's what they did basically. Uh, so we have a whole bunch of stories about Microsoft, uh, with the, with the rumors and news and whatnot. Uh, we're going to talk about Ubisoft announced. Division 3, there's not much to go on that, but they did announce Division 3. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, what else? I think that's it. Lots of stuff, though, from from Microsoft. It's like 15 stories just from Microsoft. So that's what we're doing on today's show. 
But first, let's get to uh, what we've been playing. There is. All right. So, Sarge, what have you been playing? I mean, do we really have to ask me this question? I, I think you pretty much don't oh, okay. have to ask Let, me this question. We, we should read you the uh, intro. We've just I, been playing Starfield. Okay, it's just Starfield. I, well, so tell us what's happening in Starfield. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have enough time, and 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 Starfield takes up a lot of time. Okay, it's a good time though. First, first of all, I've well, let's just get it out. Let's get it out of the way. I'm 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 playing I'm playing Starfield and I'm playing Shocker. Last Ascended. Shocker, right? Yeah, and, and I played La I played Last Ascended all first, the this first morning. Ascended, not the Last Ascended. It's the first Ascended. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what it is. I played the, the last the, first descendant. The the descendant. I played the descendant. Okay, all this the, for the first five hours, six hours this morning. So, okay, so let's let's go with the easy one first. Uh, I I really do enjoy Starfield, and I I keep laughing because now my feed is full of people who hate Starfield and then who like Starfield and then the people who hated Starfield and now apologize and now like Starfield. I, I've seen so some videos. I, I've seen some I, videos of people I, I, I apologizing. Just keep, I just keep, I'm keep laughing. Right. And I, and I still go over it in my head over and over again. I'm like, okay. So I look up the stuff online. 10 million people have played Starfield. Yeah. It, it, they, they, they announced that the other, right? the other day, 10, 10 million people 10, tried it, tried it, downloaded tried it. it, opened tried it. it, started it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Tried it. No problem. But what I what I laugh about is is the same things keep coming up and the 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 negative aspects that they use to say that the game is bad is the same thing that the Bethesda uses in every game they've ever had. Right. So I, I I'm trying to put the pieces together on how the hate is transferred over because I think what they expected is they expected Starfield to be like this new thing that Bethesda was going to try out instead right. of Fallout in space. Now, personally for me, I knew it was going to be Fallout in space. Like I, I knew that this is what this is their bread and butter. That's yeah. what they're going to do. They're not they're not going to be they're, they're not going to make seven games that are like Fallout, Elder Scrolls. Uh, and, and, you know what I mean? They're, they're not going to make those games and all of a sudden make a God of War. Like right. That that wasn't going to happen. Like that's not Bethesda. So, I I find it humorous that the amount of people that hate this game, and by the way, hate's a strong word, and they do hate it. Hate it. But like but they hate it. Yeah, hate it. But they hate it at an eighty-four. And so from now on. Well, hold on, Sarge. It all depends on what uh, review sites you go to because they're going to pick the lowest one, which I think is Xbox right now. It's like like seventy-six. I think. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Let's let's just call the game average, right? But now we know. That according according to the masses shouting into the void, an eighty four is trash. Yeah, and Any, so now, anything no matter, in the eighties is trash. Now. So now, so now, exactly. no matter what game comes out, I don't care if it's a Sony Pony game or an Xbox backer game or whatever. If it's in the eighties, your game's a piece of shit. That's, that's what's gonna happen from it, now what, on. That's what we're doing from on now our, on. And our channel. So, so no matter so yeah. no matter what happens now, yeah. according to the according to the crazy masses who think the numbers matter to them, we eighty four is a piece of shit. Yeah, so we, from we now have on, it. this is what you see in our chat when you see an eighty now. This is what we're doing. Okay, you see trash cans. That's what it is. Anybody that right. sees an eighties, trash. That's, that's a trash can. Yeah. I, so I can't. I can't wait to see the next Sony games. 
I can't no. wait to see what the numbers are going to be. I, I love I love how this is always done, right? So, and it, obviously, it's like a small group of people on the internet, but Ghost shouting Sh- the loudest. Ghost is shouting the loudest. Right? Ghost of Shishima, eighty-three, fantastic game. Yeah. Everyone, Ghost of Shishima, every, every, really good game. Everyone talks about Ghost of Shishima, fantastic game. Not Starfield, anymore. eighty-four on Metacritic, right? Ghost of Shishima, eighty-three, fantastic game, eighty-three. 84, oh, same same piece website. Of piece of shit. That's piece right. Of shit. Yeah. Piece yeah. of shit. 83, yeah. masterpiece. 84, piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, this is where we are. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. So I'm, listen, I, I wait now. I'll wait for the rest of the, I'll wait for the rest of the year, whatever you guys want to talk about when, they, when a game comes out now. But don't you dare say a game is good if it's in the 80s anymore. Nope. Because, because the, the mentally incapacitated, rebellious children have spoken of what 84 actually is now. So yeah. now we're going to follow along with their mentality, and 84 is a piece of shit. So, so tell us, what, what, uh, how, how are you enjoying Starfield? Like, how is Starfield treating you three weeks in now, right? We're three weeks. We're three right, weeks so, into Starfield. Well, a couple of things from my background, so people understand that I'm not I'm not shilling for Starfield, right? I I grew up a sci-fi junkie. I love sci-fi movies, and I've watched plenty of bad sci-fi movies, like plenty more movies real, than you could possibly even imagine. Real quick, hold on one second. I just yeah, want to make sure that anybody's watching this right now. Obviously, we don't think anything in the '80s is trash. Okay, it's it, well. If you can't, if you can't figure out sarcasm, right. if you I can't, can't help figure you. out sarcasm, just letting you know. If people maybe watch you should, us. Maybe you should watch the show more, <laughs> and you would understand. Yeah. I don't need to explain myself just, on why eighty four is trash. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. Yeah. So point being is, I grew up, I grew up sci fi, right? Before, even before Star Wars, all kinds of crazy sci fi movies, right. just really bad eighty sci fi movies. Flash Gordon. Sci- I, I love sci fi. So to capture. To capture what real space was supposed to be and put it in a video game format and then wrap it in a bow full of all the Bethesda-ness. You know, like right. the crazy, kooky stories, yeah, the, the background, the random, like how yeah. things are supposed to... Right. So what what I find interesting is that I try to rush this game more than the other games that they have made. And I, and I didn't catch myself right, until like maybe like our... I, I like main story. I didn't I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it until like maybe hour ten, where I felt like I was rushing the game, and so I said, "Why am I rushing this? I didn't pay for it. Like, what am I? What am I rushing for? Right, right. To, so to get, to get to the end, so you have nothing to do. Not to the end. Yeah, not yeah. to the end. Just just how how your pacing is. Like, you pick a quest. Like, you get on the ship and you run there. Like, you get on the. I'm not there. Right. Right. So like, I started another character. And I did it everything differently. I started another character. I got I got five days into the first character. Think about that now. How long has the game been out? Five five that's, days that's about, for the first I'm, I'm character. Six days almost. I think I'm almost at six right. days. And so now the second one, I'm I'm just kind of cruising around and I'm choosing all the opposite stuff I would have chose before. I'm just kind of mixing stuff up. And what I find is the old adage that people were mad out about Skyrim and Fallout, where the markers in the sky and you just. Yeah, you I'm, just, you walking, just, I'm walking. Follow the breadcrumb trail. Walking to, yeah, I'm walking. Good. I'm watching. I'm walking towards the marker. That's all I do, right? What I found out in this game is the breadcrumb trail isn't really apparent, and you have to actually wander and want to find something, right? They don't handhold lead you yeah. to the next series of quests. Yeah. If you were doing the main line. Follow the bread. It's not even a breadcrumb trail. No. It's a, it's a painted line. Yeah. Yeah. You could just follow the line. Yeah. Not even not a breadcrumb. A line. Yeah. Right. But for everything else, 
You have to wander. I discovered eight or ten new locations inside at New Atlantis that I didn't even know were there. What do you mean, like locate like say- other areas to go in that you could find and go in? Like I didn't find them before because I did find I wasn't se- led there by by their hand. I, I did wasn't find some secret rooms in Atlantis, like New Atlantis. I what what I'm saying is it I. Here's a definition of explore for me, right? You're, you're, they're mixing up the word explore for space and explore for the game two different ways, right? So for me, in a Bethesda game, I like to explore the game. I don't look up any videos. Yeah, I don't really look nice. up any cheats, yeah. right? I don't look up anything, and I just kind of wander, right? And if something interests me, or I and I always listen for the Bethesda cues, some dude's yelling, some girl's crying, <laughs> Some guy's disappointed about his job. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you, you. If you hear the little Bethesda cues that somebody's yapping in the background, I'm like, let's go see if I can help this guy out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and you go and you go do those things. So I started doing that more. It's, it's almost like you're like in a little dream kind of state, right? You're floating around, and some stuff just kind of falls in front of you, and you're like, maybe I want to do this, but maybe not. But here's the best part: even if you don't want to do it right then. For some strange reason, you were in earshot. The little thing appears in the corner. You heard something, and yep. it goes in the quest log. So now, like, the first game, I didn't really pay attention to that. So about 10 hours in or 20 hours in, I'm like, why do I have so many quests? I've only talked to five people. Like, why Why is the quest log full? That's because when you're walking around, any moron that says anything yeah, starts a quest. Puts you in activity, yeah. Right. I, like, today... Here's the story for today. Today, I found Juno. Now, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not saying anything we else did it, besides we did, that. We did it on stream. We did it on stream. That, that's yeah. fine. Some people in here might not saw the stream. Yeah, yeah. All I'm going to say is I found Juno. I thought that was an amazing little side quest. And here's my question to you, because you said you've done it. Yeah. Right? So my question to you is, were you part of Raiju or not? I don't know if I was. You have to know. I, I, you know. I, I don't know if I was part of that faction at that time i i would have to go back at my i would have to go back into my stream which was last week we did it um i want to say i wasn't part of it i want to say i wasn't part of it right i'm not sure if i was part of the of the of that faction or not but i i loved it i thought it was the coolest thing when it was happening i was like i was like what is happening right now it's it's a really good plot point and here's here's how i know i got into it it's because I started getting those feelings inside that if it was me actually there, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I would, what what would I what would I really do here? Like what would I really do here in this moment? Like I'm under contract, yeah, but but am I gonna follow the contract? Like I would probably feel that way. And I like those little moments in Bethesda. And I'll and the reason for that is, and I know people think I'm a little weird in the head, but I actually I don't want to start I don't want to start a rehash of a conversation that you guys had a couple of days ago or a week ago. I became immersed in the game, right? So when I become that way, I'm thinking like if I'm actually there, I'm there. I don't have these are my choices. I can't go. It's just a fucking video game. And so I played that way. I'm so tempted. For like, to don't do it. Don't do it. Just stay with me, right? All right. Just stay with me. And you have a lot of those moments in the game. I, it's enjoyable, right? And I, and I want you to know something. I have yet. I have yet to sit in the pilot chair and skip 
the takeoff sequence, right? Every time I do the takeoff sequence, I get little butterflies because I think about the reality of actually what it would be to leave the planet. Yeah, like an space. actual ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, but I get that every time. So I don't skip it. Yeah, I like, I like watching it a lot, especially when we're doing, right. yeah. I, and I, when I change ships, and I change ships, it's even better. I change ships, and then I look at my ship, and I do it again. I change cockpits. There, there's again. something I have to say, and it might sound stupid as a as a 45 year old man playing video games, but when my ship is on that landing pad, and I'm yeah. walking up to it, and I see the steam like coming off of yes. it and stuff like that, I'm just like, they, they so, captured it. I was they like, captured I was like, this it beautifully. Is so cool. Yeah, I would love to play. Now, this is a game I would play in VR. Yeah. This is a game. Yes. I, this is this is a game that I yes. would buy a VR headset for and, and play. When did you figure out? And I, I know you. I know you're doing the captain's log thing, right? But when did you actually realize, when you when you started playing the game, that this game really is a role play game? I, I realized like, it instantaneously. Like for real. Like for real. It's a real role play game. Yeah, yeah, instantaneously. This is why when I was on uh, Lono's podcast, right, and I was talking about it. People thought I was freaking nuts, right? I was like, I was like, I love this game. I was like, this game. And at that time, I think I was like 10 or 15 hours in, something like that, right? Like, I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. No, it was actually longer than that. It was, it was, it was like 50 hours in because it was the following. We didn't have a show that week. And then I, I played nonstop for a week, right? So it was like 50, 60 hours in when I went on the show. And then uh, he's like, do you like the game? I was like, I absolutely love it. It's in my top, top three. And everyone's like, this guy's on crack. How does he how does he like I'm like this is an amazing game. It's an amazing game. And I don't care if it's not the graphics that you thought it was. Like what the game is doing and keeping me like immersed into that realm. Yes. Right? That's so, why I like the game. You don't think you don't think the graphics are new? Like, I think there's think an upgrade. Is, yeah, yeah. They, you, they've you, updated you from the last the Bethesda game. Yeah. Okay, so but it's I'm not it's not because... it's not comparable to Unreal Engine Five or anything like that. No, yeah. Yeah. not at all. But you know why? You know why it doesn't bother it's not me? Not even Unreal Engine Four. Because because I unscrewed my brain, I took it out of Unreal Engine Five, and I said, "Hey, by the way, I'm playing a fucking Bethesda game." Yeah, yeah. Right, and so my brain goes, "Expect Bethesda, go." And then when it shows on the screen, I'm like, "Hey, that's pretty good Bethesda right there. That's an upgraded version of Bethesda. That looks pretty damn good." Are the bugs still there so, for Bethesda? Where a guy walks in front of me while I'm talking to somebody important and his face is just sitting there like this? I laugh. Here, I laugh. Here's the here's thing. I like these moments. And if you watch my stream when I do it, I like these moments that I'm playing. And I'm, yes, I'm doing it for stream, but I'm role playing. This is like I'm talking to the person like they're actual there, right? So I'll do the banter in between, even though they're not going to speak back to me. Like, right. So if there's a line, right? I say the line, but before I say the line, I say like ten other lines. Like I'm, I'm bantering with them, and then I say the line, and then I, I progress. Right? I'm making right, myself. You're edited edit in later. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm making myself feel like I'm, I'm the character, and I love it. Right? There's, there's so much content in this game that I needed to buy bullets. Right? And I was in Neon City, and I walked into just a regular, like regular, regular vendor, and they're sweeping the floor, and I didn't know who was who owned the store or who owned the shop, and I walked up to them. And all of a sudden, I was like, hey, I just want to buy something. And they're like, oh. And then this whole dialogue system popped up. And I was like, I just want to buy something, right? And they're like, there's this whole thing. And now I have a side quest from them. And I'm like, I came in to buy bullets randomly, right? Just to buy bullets and, and some digi, uh, digi picks. And now I'm doing a job for these these people uh, to help them out. 
you know, and I, it's just little things like that, that, that wasn't a main quest. That wasn't even a side quest. This is like a side, 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 you know, triple side quest. And you get so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, sidetracked, you get, you get sidetracked left and right, but in a good way, not in a bad way, right? It's not like, it's not like the same mission over and over doing it again and again. It's different things and the dialogue wheel and the dialogue options. And then you can say certain things. Have you worked? Did you do the whole faction for uh, Rajun uh, a company? Have you done that? I, I, I have not because in the middle of doing the Raiju quest line, I inadvertently picked up a bunch of quests for the Freestar cowboy thing, the cop thing. And so they started conflicting. And so I didn't want to be caught as in the Raiju and then trying to kill Freestar Sheriff people. So I decided to stop for a minute and I I want to go this way. I I really I really enjoy the fact that even though you're running around these towns. There are still layers inside each of the towns if you wander. Right. And there are things... I found out now from four different places now, four, that there are vendors in specific stores right. that are looking for specific things. Now, it's not a collection game like the bobblehead, but these guys are looking for things that they want to sell. And two of them... They're special things, like they're going to a museum. And I, when I went to the museum, I saw the pedestals. And I'm like, okay, so there's seven pedestals. There must be seven things that this person wants okay. that I will eventually run into if I pay attention to what I'm looking for, right? She drops a couple clues. You're supposed to read the clue. And then you're supposed to then remember as you're playing the game, Oh yeah, maybe I should go stop by this location yes. to see if to see if there's something here, right? And let me tell you something, because of those damn permanent skill magazines, okay? And I thought there was only one in one in a location. Oh no, no. I I found I found 3 in yeah, one yeah, location you, before. Yeah, you can find And multiple. so now I methodically go through whatever wherever they send me, wherever they send me, I methodically go around the entire thing because I want that magazine. Yeah. I want that five percent bump or the two yeah, percent yeah, bump or whatever the 5%. whatever the bump is. Yeah, yeah. I've got my ballistic skill up like twenty five percent, and I haven't even leveled the ballistic skill yet in the actual skill tree. Water. So if I can imagine, if I imagine, water in chats like skill magazines. Is he is he being serious? Water. Do you not know water, about the magazines? Uh, water. <laughs> water. Are you being serious? No, no. Uh, don't fuck around. Are you being serious? Are you being serious? Water. There's magazines uh, everywhere in the game where you can pick up, and they're permanent skills yeah. that you, pick you didn't up. know that okay there right there <laughs> that's right why there. i like starfield that's that's uh, why i like this game because yeah. there's things that you find and there's still people that don't know yeah right yeah. did you did you go to did you go to titan yet i found titan to be very interesting i i, I don't even know what titan is you haven't been a Titan yet? I have no idea what Titan is. I mean, I know what Titan you, is in like reality. Did you, know, did you know there are two or three other cities besides the two main ones? Did you know that? No. No. This is what I'm talking about. I, I am. This I, is what I I'm have, talking about. I have almost six days worth of hours in this I'm, game. This is what I, this is what I'm telling you. And okay, I've now, done. I've done quite a bit. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go on the opposite side now. I know for a fact that if I were to tear into this game with ravenous teeth and claws that I would see the same location over again because they have to repeat eventually, right? 
But because I haven't tore through this game like a ravenous dog, I've only seen like repeat areas like a couple times. And, I've, and I'll tell you what. I've seen repeat And I'll areas. tell you what. Uh, the area is repeat. But here's the thing. The stuff in the area that's it's, being repeated it's, yeah, it's, is different. Yeah. Is different. Yeah. The stuff's in different I've been spots. To that, I've been, you'll know which one I'm talking about. I've been to that underground ice... Uh, the ice cap, the ice uh, base. No, no, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Yeah, it's an ice don't base. Give it away. I've been in there like four times yeah. now, right? I, I don't care. I've, I've every only, time I've I go in, it, I've only seen it once. Every time I I've go in, I find different things and do different things. I find more exotic weapons, legendary weapons in yep. random locations than I do in yep. actual, like actual missions. Okay. Yep. I, I'm going to tell you one more story and then we'll move on a little bit, right? Um, so in that uh, Raiju uh, faction thing, I loved it so much on stream the other day. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but there's this one bitch that works for the company and I hated her, hated her. Right. And at the end you get to, you get to get the votes of everybody. Right. I got it. I got it. I manipulated everybody. Okay. And I didn't know this was going to happen, but I manipulated everybody. So people that were for, I made them against it. And the people that were against it, I made for it. Right. So when they all went for the votes, they all went, they all went and all in favor, and they went aye. And then the other person that was against it was the only person that was now for it. And she was, and it was perfect. You have to see the stream. She, it was just by herself. She's like me, and I was just like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I hated her so much, and I converted everybody else to say yes or no, and then she said yes. Did you buy the Did you buy the implant to put on your face? Uh, I don't have the implant, but I. I Oh, I don't know what how, the, how could you hold on, hold on. How could you not get the implant? Hold, hold on a second. I don't have the thing on my face, but I yeah, do I, but I, I do have an extra skill though now. Oh I did I did you did you know? I, I we're gonna go down the rabbit hole. I wanna talk about descendant. I wanna talk about descendant. All right, hold okay. on a second. Hang Real on, quick. hang on. <laughs> hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Did you know that there's a psychiatrist in the game that'll remove one of your traits if you don't like it? I did not. The, chat, did you know? That there's a psychiatrist in the game that will remove the trait that you don't like. Did you know that? Right? Anyone chat know? Anyone? Anyone in chat know that? Right? Okay. Oh, well, see, Water knows that. Water I, I, knows that there's a psychiatrist that'll help you get rid of a trait that you don't like. Okay, I have a question. All right. Okay. Can you yep. can you manipulate people? Like with the force? Uh, sure. Okay, so you're talking about magic powers. I'm not I'm talking, talking about, about this. I'm talking about this thing. I, I don't have this. I don't even know what well, this I have is. This. I've, I've seen. I have I've, I've seen people yeah, have the have thing this. on their face. I don't I have talk, that. I talk. I talk people into everything. I have this. I take my pills. I put this on. Everyone does what I want. I don't have this, and I can make people do what I want. Okay, well then you're doing the other thing. But it, right? it's it's not a, it's not a magic power though. I had to go through surgery. What's up, eleven ten? Did you go through surgery? No, I don't know what surgery is. <laughs> I don't know what surgery is. This I'm is what I'm talking this game. about. I love this game. This is what I'm talking yeah, about. I love this, this is game. what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. You can you can do whatever you want. I realized I, two days ago that if I wanted to stop playing this game completely and just be a pirate, I could do that for the rest Brain, of the year. Brain, I don't know if Brain's here. Brainchild's here. I can do that for the rest of the year. Yeah. Brain I can do that has for the rest been of the year. literally just stealing ships. And over and over. He's got how many characters? How many characters do you have, Brain? How many characters do you have, right? 
How many, how many ships? I think he's like, he's already broken down how many ships are in the game because that's all he's been doing is just stealing ships, finding the yeah, ones right. he likes, trying to find the best ones. I think he's yeah. got like five or six characters, right? And yeah. he said each of the levels of what they are. I'm like, holy Christ. The 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 amount, we need to move on to Descendant. The amount of right. options. I'll, we're, I'm we're gonna switching to Descendant. All right, first, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it like this. The amount of options that Bethesda is giving you in this game to get to A to B through whatever means you want. I could do whatever I want and I can still get to that point. But along the way, people are doing things and you just don't know. Yeah, there's you just don't know. There's there's so many different things you can do. Um I just gotten to the point where uh I got the relationship with uh um I just call her A, a Andrea Adriana, Adria Andraja. I, I can't. Just, I can't say it. It doesn't. It's just it, it just Andrea doesn't with a J. It just doesn't stick in my head. I don't know why. Andreja. 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 Okay. Go ahead. So I, I committed to her. And it's the worst thing I did. As it was happening, everyone in chat's like, "Oh, you made She's a, crazy. You made a mistake. Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Even listen. Even Bethesda yeah. gave the benefit of the doubt, yeah. and they gave her crazy eyes. Yeah. I don't understand why you can't see it. Yeah. She got crazy eyes. She she even said a line to me where she's like, uh, "You're only mine." And I was like, "She's gonna stab me, chat. She's gonna stab me. <laughs> You're gonna get stabbed." Yeah, that's that's the that's the space Puerto Rican right there. She's yeah, gonna stab she, you. She she means business. So I'm yeah. I'm having a blast. I'm having blast in uh in in Starfield though. So let's let's switch gears here, right? Let's right. switch gears. And All right, so I what have, have I been played doing with the, Descendant. The, the first. It's the first Descendant. Okay. I've played. I've got both my characters up to level forty. I have two characters. Both. Both characters. Jesus Christ, Joe. Up to, up to level forty. Okay, and I have to say, this game doesn't do anything fantastic, but it does everything really good. Okay, and what I mean by that is the gunplay is good, the graphics are good, the soundtrack is good, the the mission bases that you do, the the uh, the different types of missions that you do in the first Descendant. Are good. Let me bring up some footage while we're uh, while we're uh, talking about this, right? I played last night. Let me bring up. Uh, so this will this will be playing in the background. <clears throat> okay, I look. It hits all the all the my eyes, my brain, everything. Just my my ears love the sound of the guns, right? It does this. I, I've said this multiple times. It does this thing that Gears did, and it does this thing that De Destiny did, where if you headshot somebody, you can hear the pop. It's like this visual like lovely sound that you hear and you know that sound I'm talking about, right? If I say gears of war head popping, you're like, Oh man, that's so good. Right. That's what not, it is. Not as, not, not as much fun as, as, as cabal. Right. And that's what I bring up as well. The, the cabal uh, are breaking uh, someone's head. It just, it just sounds I, really good. I'm looking at the footage. Did I pick the wrong character? You get to stare at that ass the entire that's, time. That's exactly right. Sarge. Right. That's like a level. That's like a level 10 it's like ass two balloons right there. rubbing up against each other. Right. It's incredible. The, the light shines off of it. You can call me a pervert or whatever you want. That ass Koreans know what we're looking at. Okay. And, and funny enough, Sarge, Good Lord, no matter what you do I, with the I, change, I, of the I field, a, the field slide. Oh yeah. You picked the dude. Yeah. I picked Titan. All right. Well, I'm a Titan. If, if this is right, bunny, gotta... this is bunny. Okay. Uh, Bunny is, is that her? Is that her nickname? That's her character name, right? She is it because she is it because she hops around. She hops around, and I'm telling you, those assets are very distracting, right? The field of view slider, it's funny because you get real close. It, it just it just zooms in on the ass, right? Well, no. the, view, the, view, the, view, the view slider just zooms in closer <laughs> to the ass, right? Yeah. Is that all it does? No, it's funny is though because when you, when you zoom into the ass, right? When you yeah. zoom in, 
Assets. You, yeah. You zoom into the assets. It, it still keeps yeah. the ass right at the bottom left-hand corner assets. of the screen. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's it's really funny. So the gunplay feels really good, right? They have lots of different guns, uh, lots of different things to collect, lots of different things to level up, lots of different uh, levels. The, the, the amount of enemies that come out, right? So now I'm level 40. I'm in the third section or fourth section of the map. Um, there's just so much happening in this game that... It's hitting all the bells and whistles for me, right? Now, I, again, I've put in... I don't even know how many hours I've put into it so far. Uh, but I have two two characters to, to level uh, level 40. What do you think so far, Sarge, that you've played? You've put in much less time than me. I don't even know what level you are. Six, six hours. Six hours. That's it. Okay. Um. Okay, so after staring at this game for six hours, I don't see Division. I see why people say divisions here, but this is a con this is if Destiny and Warframe had a baby. This is Warframe, this is. This Outriders, Destiny, yeah. Anthem. Yeah. They're all well, they're all well, in there. Well, Outriders, Outriders already copy pasted. I'm talking about like the main games that are out. So this is a combination between Destiny and Warframe. Now, I like the playground that they made, the areas that you play in, it gives me Destiny vibes all over again. Right? Just the way the map is set up. It looks like the EDZ. Uh, it, right, it does look like the EDZ. It does. Uh, with the broken down buildings, with the plants growing on it. Um, the guys jumping out of the ships, like the, how they enter the area. The the I, Here's here's the good, the bad, and the ugly for me, right? So the good is, I agree with the gunplay, right? I think some of the gun sounds can be changed a little bit because you have like the five or six <clears> classifications <throat> of gun, and then you there's, have maybe four or, five that, yeah. inside, in, four or five inside each of the categories, right? So... I, I think some of the sounds can be changed a little bit. That's not really a, like a nitpick thing. That's just just observation. Yeah. Um. I like the. I think the the movement in the game is pretty tight. Like, I I always thought that Destiny was a little sluggish, a little bit, not as sluggish as the Halo was. But then again, things improve over time. But the way you move side to side and the way you can move around, your mobility, even without the without the uh the whip or the the lasso, the grapple hook, whatever you want to call it. Even without that, you're quick. Yeah. And with that, that gives you like a little extra boost. Um, I the, and I, I'm already throwing hand grenades, so I apologize. I oh, I thought for a good ten minutes that I would be able to use the grapple hook and be weapon. able to like hook a guy. Yeah. And pull no. him and pull him and pull him down. I tried. Or, yeah, I tried. Or, or or hook a guy and then vault over him. You know what I mean? Like pull a guy towards me and I can go over him. Like I thought that was gonna be a thing, but anyway. <clears throat> Um, real, real quick. Yes, there is matchmaking. Um, matchmaking when you go to different, there's different, um, different mission types, right? There's a, a Colossus battle. Uh, I don't know if we have it. I don't think we did it last night. Did we do it last night, guys? I don't remember if we. Did I would the like. Colossus. I would like to play this with multiplayer to see how how it plays. It's fun. It's fun. They actually have to balance it better because when you're when you're by yourself, it's it's pretty. Um, it's it gets pretty tough. It's tough at at the at the stages I'm at right now, but if you if you play. Uh, I don't know where the hell. If you play, if you play with one other person, like if you have two people in your group, I feel like it's a good balance. Uh, and if you play with three or four, it gets like super easy, and you're kind of like waiting around. There is a there is a, a a defense mode here. This is actually the the horde mode right here. Um, this is a this is a horde mode. Let me put the graphics up a little bit so you guys can see quality. Yeah. Um, so this uh, this is a, a four a four man. Uh, constant wave after wave after wave, and you have to try to get to level 7. Once you get to level 7, you can then push your luck, right? Go from 7 to 10, then from 10 to 14, and then 14 
I think to 21, I think is what it is. And then you, you get the, but it gets harder and harder and harder. It starts at like level six and goes all the way up to past what you are. And it's just, just, just a group of people. It's a good time and you level up real fast with your characters. Um, the gunplay, like I said, the gunplay and everything is really, really good. Like it feels the only, good. Yeah. The, the guns are, it's done. It's done well. Right. I, I think the explosions need to hang around just a hair longer. I think they're just they're they're so quick. They don't they don't allow the the visual to take place of what's happening, especially when you throw like big weapons or got bombs going off. Like the explosion's so quick that it's like a flash in a pan. Um a couple times I I got caught between two enemy and I couldn't move at all. Yeah, you get stuck like, every once like, in a while. Like like I got pinned. Like even if you couldn't even roll out of it, like I just get pinned. Um I don't like the melee. I, I think the I think they left something to be desired for the melee attack. Like I understand it's two buttons, but like it's the, punch, that's the worst. Two buttons punch, for a melee. Yeah, but you punch, but then you like you can't punch again. Like there's no follow up, and there's like some kind of cheese follow up after you punch. Like I punch really hard, and then afterwards I can kind of slap him a little bit. Like I don't understand what that move is. It's weird. Uh, once again, understand it's a gun game, but I think the melee melee is a little weak for wh what this is. Yeah. Um, I thought the powers that I had as the Titan were interesting, but they it's, were it's straight, a Titan. It's straight, straight up Titan, straight out of Titan yeah, from it's, Destiny. Yeah, it's it's one hundred straight up Titan. And I'm like, like we knew we knew it was going to take at least five or six years before somebody came out with the game that was like Destiny, that could be like Destiny, and they've had plenty of time. They like it, it was going to be inevitable that this was going to happen eventually. Uh, I, but it, it is more it is more Warframe based on the fact of how many things you can upgrade. Yeah, they got the and card. I, they got the I, card I system in there with the with the yeah. guns and then your character itself. And then yeah, I just realized real quick. Sorry, you can upgrade your weapon. So I I made a legendary weapon just earlier today, right? So there's these uh these these resources that you need to make. You have to go to the girl in the far far tower that does the research stuff. Where if you get all the the things that you need, just like Warframe, you can make the character or you can make the gun or you can make whatever, right? So right. I gave her, I had the things to make the gun and made the gun. Now I had a legendary gun. And then to upgrade that gun, you could take the other guns that you have. So let's say I have a, a level 29 gun I'm not using. Now I have this level one gun. As long as I have five of these things or 10 of these things that I make, which is where the grind's going to come from because you're going to need a lot of gold. You're going to need a lot of stuff, uh, uh, material pieces and stuff to make I, certain uh, things, right? It's a grind fest, yeah. As soon as I put that gun into the to the gun uh, uh, crafting machine, the modifier or whatever, uh, it went from level 1 to level 27 instantaneously with just uh, five of those things. And I think it was like, I want to say it was like 10,000, maybe it was 100,000 gold or whatever to, to make it. And now I have a legendary too. weapon. Now while I use that weapon, now I get more proficient with that weapon. So it's like division, right? Where you get the proficiency of the gun the longer you use the weapon and whatnot. And then each gun has the mod system on there. So you can really – I watched some guy I was playing with earlier. He was destroying everything with one tap. His powers that he was using was just devastating everything around us. I was like, man. So this, this system right here, I'll pause. Oh, let me let – me. Min-max. Yeah, when people – listen, when games like this, that's the way it always is. You have your normal computer-based guys who know how to play a shooter like this. Then you have the guys that know how to min-max. They read the game. They figure out what the abilities are. They figure out what the what the cap is for the ability points, and they min-max. And it's great to watch those videos. Those guys make these crazy Jesus characters. Right. Like, how, how long has the beta been out for? It's a couple days. Uh, it came right. out last year. 
Uh, they said the people that played that I played with last night said that it was in rough shape last year. It was just a, it was sure. a mess. Uh, they said it's much, much, much uh, better now, more polished and whatnot. Uh, well, it, that's obvious. It looked polished. So yeah. you have your mastery uh, that you can go up. You have all these different um, external components that you can level up. You can level up your guns. You can level up your character. And then there's the customization and monetization, right? Obviously, there's no monetization right now. But you have yeah, not yet. four major currencies up on top. You have the gold that you can get in the game. There's like these other ones. I forget what they're called. I don't, I don't really pay attention to that stuff right now. Um, but you can... Basically, what they're going to do is they're going to charge you for your time, like Warframe, right? Like if you yep. if you get a Descendant, it takes 12 hours to make a certain character. It might take longer for others, but it took it took 12 hours uh, to get her. I let her I let her bake for eight hours, and then I paid I think it was 25 of the premium currency, whatever it was that they give you for the beta, uh, and then I spent the extra four hours just to unlock her, right? So here here you go. So these are the mods and stuff that you can put on your gun. This is exactly like not exactly like Warframe, but it's very Warframe esque. Uh, of uh, of a system here so you can they're going to charge you for skins they're going to charge you for your skins for your grappling hook they're going to charge you for emotes they're going to charge you for uh it's a free-to-play game right it's a free-to-play game and i look at this and go well is it worth it because it's a free-to-play game nexus a lot of people look at this and say well the uh nexon whatever is that you know they make games and they charge a lot and microtransactions left and right and i look at this go look i've put in it has to be I put five hours in last night. Maybe we're at like nine or ten hours, right, with two characters so far. I'm having a blast with it. And it's a game that I could put as much time in or as little time as I want, right? And it does respect your time because once you're done doing the main mission, you can run the same missions over and over if you want to farm to target loot to get the resources, which then you can take those resources, take it to the, to the crafting bench, and then make the things that you need to do to unlock the characters. The reason I'm interested in this game it's kind of weird because I don't really don't care about the characters, or the IP of the first descendant, but I feel like this is what Transformers Reactivate is going to be. I, I hope not. Okay, it's I, I, I honestly God, I feel like it's going to be exactly the same as this. It's going to be a free to play game like Warframe, where you're going to be getting descendants or Autobots and Decepticons, and this is exactly. So I'm looking at this going, okay, there's no beta out for Transformers Reactivate, and obviously. This is not Transformers Reactivate, but I'm enjoying this, and I'm like, all right, let me play it and see what, how it goes. And then when Reactivate does come out in beta later this year, early next year, maybe the whole game comes out, whatever, I, I think I'll, I'll be more opened game. up. Well, I think it will be a good Transformer. This is a good game. But if it's but if it's a free-to-play game and it's got my MTX and Transformers, it, it, it basically will turn me off. Like I'll play it for a little while, then I don't want to look at it because... I just want a good Transformer game that's not going to nickel and dime me the entire time I'm playing it to try to keep me in grinding. Yeah, but right? what, I'm, what I'm saying is if they do a, ba a balance, like, for instance, I, I got the character and I upgraded her and got her to max level in less than six hours. Okay? Yeah, but that's with the currency they gave you. Correct. We don't know. We don't know. Well, no, even if I waited the 12 hours, once I got her out and leveling, it took me six hours to get her to, to max level, right? So... Is the grind again? It's the beta. We don't know how long it's going to take. They're all testing. They're testing the whole right. time. So thing. we don't know right. if if it takes you five six hours to get a character uh, leveled up and then maxed out and then and, and doing that stuff. Is that okay? Or do I pay the thirty five dollars? Or do I pay ten bucks? Do I pay five dollars here or there? You know. Well, I, here's here's the number one question, and we say this every time you see a game like this. Right? It's a solid game. It's grindy. It's good for your friends. But the issue is. The amount of time it takes you to play a game like this is how many games like this can you can have play. in rotation? Right. 
Right. How many games like this can you have? If you're playing Warframe, if you're still playing Warframe, and you're still playing Star Citizen, and you're playing these games that take up time, like how many people are going to set aside some more time to play this the same way you play those games? That's all I'm saying. It might it might seem like a a good solid game up front, but who what inside this game dictates that I want to spend more time in this game I, than the other games that are, that are already out. Well, the way I look at it is if it's a free-to-play game, like Genshin Impact's a free-to-play game, right? It makes money hand over fist. You can get and unlock a lot of stuff in that game, or you can pay to unlock the cosmetic skins and whatnot. So in this game, they're not barricading you with anything that... What's up with the hands? It's these giant hands. They're going for my ass, I think. I'm not really too sure. Um, they so I'm, I'm, I'm is like an, is, that, is that like an HR video? What's going on yeah, there? It's a, it's a mastery. Uh, I, I leveled up from seven to eight. I think I'm nine or oh, ten now. Oh, that, that that's one of my that's one of my pet peeves. Right, I'm level five. Yeah, the term mastery came up like six times. I'm yeah. like, let's calm down. I'm level five. I didn't level up shit. Like I can I, I can add some abilities to my guns, but to keep calling it mastery, well, like. It's, mastery would be like end game level 200 well, i be. got everything mastery that makes more sense to me throwing the word mastery around when i'm still learning the game I, to make me to make my feel to make myself feel better it's just it's crazy i, I don't know it's it, how it's gonna run when it comes out i don't know if it's like right when you get in the game or if they put it in the system just to see what it is right I, i'm not mastery. really too sure yeah I'm not, I'm not too sure if the mastery is from the start when the game comes out. I, 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 cl I clicked this pen, bro. Mastery. Mastery. I'm a master. Clicking. Yeah. Mastery. Clicking that plan. Like, calm down, dude. <laughs> so mastery. So I I think if it's a free to play game and they're not charging for pay to win, right? It's pay oh, to Oh, come on, bro. That's in there. Well well it can't be because there's no PvP. A version a version yeah, yeah. of that will be well it's paid for your time, right? So if you want to sit there yeah. and grind for ten hours, you can do that. Like Warframe. If you want to okay, but once again, don't got that kind of time. Right, you don't. But so what I'm guess, saying for people, so I guess, so I guess if I fell into the trap and I was wanted to play the game, but I don't have enough time, but I've got money, I can buy my way into it, right? Sure, but at the same time, I because there's targeted loot and there's targeted ways to get the resources, and you know where to get the resources from. Like everything is is pretty broken down. So if I if I click on a resource, it says where to get it from. And then it shows you on the map where to get it from. And then you can go to the map and just run around Kingston and get those resources. So you, if you have a half hour to kill and you want to come in and, and just grind for that, you can. If you want to try to get uh, Kyle out of the uh, – as, as one of the descendants or uh, or Blair who, who, like, shoots fire and stuff, you can focus on where you want to get the stuff just like Warframe, right? Just if you want to get certain Warframes, you know where to go to get the Warframes. I don't know. I look at it this way. Free-to-play game or $70. If you pay $70 and I'm grinding, 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 or I pay play for free, I'm enjoying the game. If I enjoy the game, I'll play more of the game. And if I'm not enjoying the game, I'll put the game down, right? So there's got to be this balance of if you like it, you're going to support it. If you don't like it, you're going to move on. Right. Well, I, I feel for the game in that respect because let's say the game comes out and it's out for six months, right? It's doing okay. It's not doing amazing. It's doing okay, but then the Transformer game comes out mm. and follows the same the same menu yes. as this game does. This game will die. It, it would be that hard. game will a, a, a more popular IP yeah. done well will kill a game like this. Yeah, if if Transformers Reactivate comes out and it's exactly like this, and they're just hitting on all cylinders, both games, this might die because it's a brand new IP where Transformers is an IP that's established and people. Like it, but, but it could go. Why... It could go. It could go the other way too. 
I, I know this, but I don't like I I I've made this fact in the past. I don't like games that are free to play and relying on MTX to sustain themselves in in a in an industry where whatever's hot is is coming out yeah. and whatever does whatever falls through the cracks dies a horrible death. Like lawbreakers. Like all these MOBAs that came right. out. Like all these other games that came well, out that just they're out for like ten seconds well, and they get nuked. Then, okay. Because they spend five years trying to make a game and they're they're rolling basically they're at the craft table. Come on, seven. Like they're that's like you're hoping that you're hoping that my MTX game is gonna overshoot the last MTX game well, if it stays out long enough. Then let's look at the landscape of this, right? So from the first dis uh descent. Now, let's say Transformers Reactivate comes out. This is supposed to launch in February next year. Let's Maybe. say let's say Transformers comes out the exact same time or same year, right? So next year we get more Destiny. Yeah, six months, I told you. We get more Destiny. You got more yeah, Warframe. You, well, you, you got two you people. No, what I'm saying is there's Destiny out there. There's Warframe out there. There's two games yep. already out there. It's been out there for a decade that are in yep. this space. Then you have yep. now you have this one. Throw this one in the in the ring, right? Yep. Then you have Transformers reactivated. That's in the ring. Yep. Then you have Division Resurgence. You have D Division uh, Heartlands. Then you have the announcement of Division Three down the road, right? It's Obviously, lot, that's, that's those, a couple that's of years a lot down of the road. Games in the same category, bro. right? It's they're all competing for that same type of game where it's a looter shooter, free to play. I mean, that's what Destiny's gone. Then you take then you take Sony's twelve games they're working on that are all supposed to be like live service games, and they throw those in the mix, right? Yeah. Some of them are not going to make it, right? Some of them but are not going to make saying. it. Right, but this is what I'm saying. So maybe, just maybe, everyone calms down and just make a game and sell a game, and we can have a, a couple more Spider Mans or a couple more God of Wars or a couple yeah. more Horizon Zero Dawns or. A couple more games like that where they're fun. I spend full price. You get my money. The game is good. I play it for forty hours, and then I put the game away. The, these games are hard. As, these games are hard because if you don't spend microtransactions because it's a free to play game, and if they don't make enough microtransactions, yep. then they're like, why are we going to continue supporting the game? Yeah, but okay, but 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 that that's a light switch. It's not even yeah. a dimmer anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like they say, we're one hundred percent behind you. Woo! And then they, six months in, if someone's not they're not buying enough MTX, like we dropped the game like a bad habit. Next game, next. Like they just they they, ha matter. they have to they have to keep this game updated, keeping updated. I'll tell you what though, uh, I'm in the third. I'm in Kingston and the, the the Sterling, and then there's I forget what the other other area is. Uh, I think all the the land. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing over the weekend. I want to see how many like here this map right here. I I'm in this area right here that says deactivated. This big giant area. I'm in this area right now and someone told me you can go to the spot underneath i think you can go to all these places in the beta so i'm gonna try it i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna play and give us enough enough information uh to see what it is and right now i'm struggling man with the level i'm at and i'm playing uh just it's super hard content and i i like it i think it's i, uh, I, I think there's something just, here you're, you're probably just getting gear checked that's all sure but it's fun to play right it's it's it's, I, it's a fun to play I do think that the progression in the game is done well because I'm out, I haven't been I've been out of the loop for a while and it basically is teaching me as I play and I can tell when my guns are under underpowered. It's not like a you're going to be dead in 2 seconds type of thing. It's they it's done well. The the way that they the way that they let you know that it's time to make sure you upgrade your weapons is evident in the game. It's programmed. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's can, not can, it's not just you can tell. You're getting your ass kicked. Yeah. You, you can it's tell. done well. All right. Let's uh let's go to uh, top stories. All right. So the uh, the first story I want to talk about 
is Embracer uh, has conducted layoffs at Tomb Raider uh, Dev Crystal Dynamics, right? So more layoffs have occurred for Embracer-owned uh, subsidiaries. This time, it's Crystal Dynamics. Various staff has confirmed their departure on LinkedIn, explaining that they were informed of their cuts this morning. Quote, sadly, I'm on the number of people that are impacted by the latest rounds of Embracer's layoffs and also now hit Crystal Dynamics this morning, uh, wrote ex-senior brand manager Nicholas Edwards. He added the effect departments also include management, PR, editing, and 2D art. The, layoff, uh, the layoffs of Crystal Dynamics uh, fellow similar reductions at Beamdog, Boulder's Gate, and Enhanced Edition uh, earlier this week, and Rainbow Six MX vs. ATV earlier this month. Embracer also has restructured and closed several studios it bought up in recent years following this, this uh, disillusion of the deal of savvy games said that have been worth $2 billion, right? So last year, Embracer bought Tomb Raider Studio as part of a package deal alongside Edius Montreal. Uh, also, Square Enix Montreal later renamed the studio Onama, okay, and then shortly closed it just a few weeks later. Uh, Crystal Dynamics later affirmed that it was also would begin to make more Tomb Raider games, uh, with the first one being published by Amazon Games, and then obviously you know about Marvel's Avengers. So Embracer Group, uh, one they 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 canned violation a couple weeks ago right they just got rid of the whole studio that made uh um saints row the new reboot of saints row uh they now cut half the staff uh of these guys and then i think there's another one i don't know if they're attached to embracer group the people that made immortals of avium are they part of embracer group i don't think they are i'm not sure i don't think they are but uh there's a lot of companies a lot of games that are just not making the cut so what do you think about embracer group sarge a lot of people always talk about um ea that's uh you know, buying up companies and they, they spit them out. And then now people are talking about Microsoft paying, uh, buying companies and then spitting them out, right? All companies do it. Sony does it. Microsoft mm. does it. Embracer owns 140... Krebsy, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you posted a couple weeks ago. It's like 142 studios, okay? 142 studios uh, Embracer Group has, and they're all, you know, they're all independent. They're all state alone. What, what, what's, what's Embracer Group doing? What are they, what are they doing right now? Well, when I look at when I look at Embracer Group, mm. I look at them the same way I look at how EA and the Ubisofts, Square Enixes, where they treat they treat the individual developers like Kleenex. Like if one's not working out for them, they just get rid of them. They just hire another guy, just pull another tissue out of the box, right? But Embracer Group does this with entire studios. Yeah. Right now, I know it's a business. I understand that. But understanding the way that the gaming business has now become where you have to have a certain amount of these MTXs and games as services, and it takes a while to make these games. So you're looking at five or six years down the road before these games come to fruition. And so Embracer has this thing where, okay, well, you're next on the chopping block. Is your game going to make us, is your game going to make us seven figures or are we going to have to redistribute you? Like that's basically what it comes down to, right? Instead of a studio... Instead of a studio working towards a common goal that they want to make a game, there's already this ceiling put in place that says you guys have to hit this ceiling. You got to hit this. This right. is what we're doing. This is what we're. This is what we do here. You got to hit this. And so they're like, well, we understand you have to hit this, but that's not kind of like what we're doing. Like, well, I don't care if you're doing that. Right? right. This is what we want. And so when you're in that, when you're under that kind of scrutiny the entire time, devs burn out. 
you end up with shitty games, half-assed games, the games that they don't want to work on. That you 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 lose the artistic create, you lose the artisticness and the creativeness of the actual people who are making the game because they're just looking for numbers and bottom line. Right. Right. And then you end up with these half-assed, half-baked games that they come out, they're promoted to they're promoted to death, and they last maybe two weeks and they die. Yeah. They just die a horrible death. So, my question is: is how many studios do you need? Like how how I want to know what the pay structure is from Brace Group. Like, who backs them? Who has the they're all stock? Independent, they're all independent uh, investors. <clears throat> but this is what I'm saying. I think it's like a, it's almost like an ETF of video games. Like Embracer Group to me is like an ETF in the stock market. It's like a, it's like a conglomerate of stocks put together. And as long as a couple of them are doing well, the stocks, the stocks doing great. Yeah, Same thing with Embracer Group. It's They've a, got it's, so many studios. It's a holding company based uh, out of Carlston. Uh, as of September 2020, Embracer Group has uh, has 12 operative groups as direct subsidiaries uh, with it them. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So, by that token, I'm not I'm not looking at Embracer Group as a collective of people who are striving to make better video games. I look at Embracer Group. Anybody who's involved in Embracer Group, I'm looking at it saying like, okay, whose turn is it next to prove they belong in my house? That's like it's like it's like your kids have to do chores and do things for the parents. Like, show me why Joey gets a bedroom tonight. And like they they go here. This is what we made for you. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't see <laughs> I don't see a three hundred yeah. million dollar price tag on that. Uh, maybe you get to sleep outside tonight. I don't I don't know. Like, and and as soon as they figure out that that game's not going to do well, you get the same throw treatment. I think, you're out. I think you're out. I I think Embracer Group's looking to sell some major major studios right i think but they're trying to trim, trim the fat trim the fat they're trimming the fat and they're gonna they're gonna sell some stuff now if that's to microsoft if that's the sony they're 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 trying to pretty up themselves for for sale because they lost that two billion dollar deal that they were supposed to go through and now they're going well we didn't get the two billion dollars we got to cut the fat right so they're cutting the fat and i think they're they're going to sell some studios that's what i think I, is going to happen and, and i think if the game if this game is going to continue then I think that the only companies that would be interested in buying companies that were pushed to the limit and then broke, okay? I'm not saying the development I'm not saying the development team was bad. This is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they were pushed until they broke, okay? Is only the big boys, right? Mm. Google, Amazon, those players would be buying up studios that Embracer Group wants to sell because they don't know. Right. They need to start someplace, and they need some studios that are willing to start fresh and do what they want to do. Because that's always the pitch, right? Because Amazon and Google and the rest of these big conglomerates will be like, we just want some studios to come over and make some games for us. You guys can make whatever you want, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Like, that's like a pitch. Where, meanwhile, Embracer Group is like, who's bringing me the money? Like, yeah. that's 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 basically the difference. That's basically what's happening. Uh, uh, listen, 139 companies, bro. It's a bit much. For stu 139 studios. It's yeah. a lot, bro. Yeah, so Krebs, he did lot. look for us. He said 120 by as of August 2022, and then he says it's 139 as of Breach Group's website right now. So let's go to the next story, which is uh, Mortals of Avium Studio lays off nearly half the staff weeks after release. This is one of those games, and it's not to say that this game is shitty. I don't know. I didn't play it. From just all the advertisement and the way they pushed it, the way EA pushed it and stuff, I was like, eh, it looks okay. It looks decent. You know, that that's that's a game that's going to come and go like the wind, right? And it, it, looked, it, it looked good. It doesn't matter about the graphics. You could just, you know what I'm saying? You could smell it, right? You, you look at it and go, eh, that'll be okay, right? 
I'm not I'm not giving crap to them, but this is this is what happens, right? You make a game and you sell a game. And sometimes when you make that game, people can play it and go, you know what, this is a really good game. I like this game. And then it starts to build up and people are like, ah, you should own this. But unfortunately, this is not one of them. Okay. This well, this is this is this like a lawbreakers or is this like a Battleborn or no, what this, is this game? This is a first person magic. Uh, no, no, I mean like like the like how it died. Like is it? Oh, like that? In, in like. Uh, hmm. I mean, it looked it looked interesting. Did, did they just stop promoting it? I'm confused. They promoted I thought this the, game was supposed to be really good. They promoted the crap out of this thing. Saw it everywhere. Right. I made a joke about a couple weeks ago. Uh, I was just like, "What's that game called uh, that EA is coming out with?" And I pretended I didn't know the name of it. And then Lona was like, "You mean or uh, uh, Morals of Avium?" I was like, "That's right. Nobody cares. Right? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Right? That's true. Nobody cares." So sure, the people that bought this game probably looked at this and said, "I had fun," and that's not the problem, right? I always I always make comparisons from the video game industry to the film industry, right? If a studio like Universal or MGM or whatever WB, they put out ten movies a year. Okay, Disney puts out like 14, 16 movies, right? Three of those films are going to make money, break even at least, okay? One of them is going to make an absorbent amount of money to back up the seven failures that lost money, okay? And that's how the movie industry works. This is why uh, EA can make chances and take chances on single-player games like this, because, because of Madden, because, of because Madden they have and FIFA. FIFA and Madden and those types yep. of games, right? And then they put right. these other games out. And if they make it, Star Wars is a big IP, and they have to pay the extra 25%, 20% because of Disney, right? Uh, this is an IP they have to take a risk on. So they're like, hey, let's let's new IP. Let's see what it is. But then it doesn't make it. And they're like, that, that well, it's a good chest, right? And this is, this is EA, the same company that said no one wants to play single-player games. Then they put single-player games out there like Jedi Survivor, Jedi Fallen Order, right? And people love those games. And now you put a new IP out, and they're like, yeah, no, we're not interested in this, right? We're, not, we're just not interested in this. And now they'll probably have another report going, well, nobody wanted to buy a single-player game, so there you go, right? So let me let me read this a little bit. So uh, the former worker uh, told Polygon that Immortals of Avion poor sales were cited uh, for the layoffs, which uh, were sad to necessary to keep the studio running. Immortals of Avion was released on August 22nd, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox Series X, and the first person shooter... a month? Yeah, not even. Not even a month, yeah. Um, was shooter and publisher of Electronic Arts, an EA original title. It was originally heard that it was a groundbreaking AAA single-player magic shooter from the independent studio, but when it was released, the game received mixed reviews from critics who said that it was a rehash of a AAA tropes. Okay, Immortals of Avion packed in just under 800 Steam players shortly after launch, according to SteamDB. Just under a month since the launch, and the game has peaked at 74 players over the past 24 hours per the database numbers. This could be as part as due to Immortals of Avion intense technical requirements, according to The Verge. Less than 9% of PCs may have qualified to run the game. Okay, now obviously we always talk about, well, this is EA, so this game is definitely coming to Game Pass. Okay, because now... EA is like, how much are you going to pay us, uh, Microsoft? We, we need some cash. We'll, we'll give you just $5 million, right? $5 million just so we can recoup some money uh, from right. this. Well, that, but, that's, but that's the negative part. I don't, I don't segue. I just yeah. want to say this. We keep, keep going down, down the road you're going on. But that becomes the segue for why Game Pass becomes this dumping ground. Like, when a game doesn't make it, then we just throw it on Game Pass. And we'll recoup whatever money we can. It becomes like this dumping ground. Right now, I'm not saying it's always like not, that. Right, it's not always going to be that way. There's, but, there's, but the fact, but the fact remains is, my fear is that Game Pass is dangerously, dangerously close to being Steam, 
right? Like you have so many games on there that the you the, you, you devalue the actual process. I was talking about this this morning. The number yeah. the, you were talking about this. I was talking about this this morning on, on stream. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, then I don't need to talk about it because you already talked about it to your to your staff. Yeah, to, I, to your people already. Well, some people might right? not have been there. Yeah. Well, okay, but the point. Well, the point is, is that when you have too many games on Game Pass then you don't get the eyeballs on these independent studios that are, are the reasons why they decided to go on Game Pass. I don't want to say it's like an exclusive club, but you can't have thousands of games yeah. on Game Pass because well, you just get lost in the shuffle. Well, and then and that and that devalues what the what Microsoft will pay to the devs right. because they don't get the eyeballs on it. You know, it's and then it becomes like a Netflix problem where like you can't keep up with good games to keep to put them on here, so the subscribers go down. Right? Well, real quick, I want to make sure, Mo. I I know it's a an EA thing. It's going to go to Game Pass regardless, right? But what I'm saying is, that's that's the mentality of it, right? Like, hey, let's take a shot at this game, right? Let's take a shot at this this AAA new IP game, and if it doesn't work, we can we can subpar it by putting it on 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 EA Play, and they they get paid. 15 bucks a month and they'll recoup some money from that right or they they go to they go to game pass and say hey uh you know what are you going to give us to, for this game because ea play is part of it but not all ea not all ea play games obviously day and date they come after a certain period of time and they'll be on there but they have to recoup the money somehow and this was a failure this sure. this game was a failure regardless if people liked it they had fun playing it it didn't sell yeah, enough you, copies just okay, like saints it's, row it's, it's, Right, yeah, but does it have to sell copies? Is it not one of those games where it's on the server? For EA, no, it has to like... sell. No, EA, EA has their first games that are not on EA Play right away, right? So EA, when they first come out with their brand new games, they're out there to buy, sort of like Sony with their with theirs, right? Then once it's after like six months, eight months, ten months, whatever it is, then they even a year they'll so they'll push mean... it out on EA Play slash. So... I think it's six months on EA Play, and then it's like a year later on Game Pass. So does that mean EA is probably gonna fire some people now? Um, right? right. I mean, they did. They fired like what, half the staff. What, yeah, but what did what has EA made that it's actually worked for them? Anything came out that actually worked? Uh, was the was the was the was the scam of getting people to buy Battlefield twenty forty two good enough to to keep to float them, or are they in trouble? I mean, Jedi Survivor sold really well. Jedi okay, Fallen so there Order, you go. That's, that's Fallen Order years ago sold really well. It sold ten million. Okay, copies. so those two those two are the ones that are floating, but everybody else, the rest of the games, because. You know, they don't have to really worry about it because of Madden and FIFA. Yeah, EA, they, they pay all their bills with FIFA and Madden. Right. And they can take risks with games like this. Okay, but I, I days, hope that this doesn't days, make them take stop. Risks without an EA, without, in the old days, you could take risks without a FIFA or Madden. Well, well, FIFA and Madden are, are expensive games, but not expensive as like this, right? And this is another reason we talk about AAA games that they're going to hit a wall. This was an article written uh, like seven, eight months ago when we read it, where the studios were like, AAA games are going to hit a wall. They're running full speed at a wall because the graphics and the budgets are getting too, too high. Okay. And they can't, they, right. And they can't maintain that. Mortals of Avium, I don't know what it costs. I'm sure we'll, we'll hear down the road what it costs at some point. Okay. Probably cost 150 million dollars. Okay, but it, it didn't not, make its money back. Yeah, but I'm not gonna shed a tear. No, for something that that was created by them. No, see, they they are the ones who decided that you're trying to see. It's a self fulfilling prophecy, right? You want to try to sell the new console. 
You then tell me it's 4K graphics. You then tell me it has all these options for all kinds of graphics settings and everything else. It's supposed to be next-gen graphics, next-gen this, next-gen that. And so you want us to buy the system. And then you spend the rest of the decade trying to come up with games that are supposed to work on my next-gen system that don't. And then cry, we're running towards a wall. We can't make it. We don't know what's going on. Boo fucking who. This is They raise the bar. Then they can't reach. Then they cry. And I'm supposed to feel bad about it. Like, I don't... <clears throat> Like you, you could have made, you can make incremental, you can make incremental upgrades over time and people were fine with it. We were always fine with the next system that came out. The graphics are better. System runs smoother. People are trying new things. Everybody was fine. For some reason after COVID or right before COVID started, there's like this super triple long jump that we all have to do now. Like the game looks like me and now the game looks like gamer uh uh what the uh, ready player one like right. we need ready player one like if i don't get ready player one i'm out like we just had we just had this and you guys want something that's like 10 years out like yeah. i don't understand what we're talking about well I, I think i hope this doesn't stop them from trying to make ips and taking risks like this for other games but at the same time if they don't make money on this they're like yeah no we're not gonna go with that we're gonna go with the tr tried and true ips right well, well, let me get, let me ask you this question. So, Outer Worlds is getting a sequel, correct? Yep. Did you play Outer Worlds? I did. Okay. So, did you see the graphics that they were using in Outer Worlds? Yeah, I thought they were good. Okay, so that was three years ago or four years ago. When did uh, that come out? It was like three, four years ago, something like that. Okay. So now, if that game comes out again, mm -hmm. right? But the graphics look the same. Is the game dead on arrival? Not for me. Okay, but why not for you? Because I don't care it's about not, graphics. It's not better. I don't, it's not I, better. I, I don't care. Personally, I don't care about graphics. To me, it's about story. Okay, but that's my point. I agree with you. Yeah. You have you have journalists writing articles about things that they're doing and saying that they can't accomplish the thing that they are themselves started to do. Look at like look at, it look, doesn't. Some of the best games. I some of the best games I can't ever. Wrap my head. I can't wrap my head around the fact that. The, the two conversations that we've had in the last three months are despicable to me, right? You have a studio, an Larian, who made one of the greatest role-playing games that has come out in a long time, Baldur's Gate 3, right? And the minute that that game set foot into the sunlight, a thousand people came running out of the out of their yeah, house and saying, expect us to do that. Don't look at this game. <laughs> Don't look at this game. You can't expect yeah, that. Like can't expect that, that has never ever been said before in the history of games that because we did well, we've got to tell people right, it's the outlier. We're, it's a, it's right, the outlier. It's not the standard. Right. And now you have people saying that we're running full speed into a wall because you kept promising me next gen shit, but you know yourself that we are not poised for next-gen shit. What we are poised to do right now is switch between hard drives and cloud and online and speed. That's kind of like the transition we're on right now. We're not on to 10 times better graphics, right? That We're not there yet. Like, it goes in waves, right? Certain things get upgraded, certain things don't. Next wave comes by, then right. the graphics, then this. But I don't, I don't fall for this nonsense. So what you're telling me now is the next five games that come out should be on the par of God of War and Spider-Man or better. For you're just talking about if, in general if, for the industry. If yeah. if if not, if not, not a next gen game. That's that's the attitude. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the attitude. Yeah. It, it, what here we just talked about first descendant, right? Free to play game, right? Don't know how much it cost. And then you talk about Immortals of Avium, right? Obviously, one's a single player game and one's a multiplayer game.
But at the end of the day, once this game comes out, which one do you think will make more money? Immortals of Aviom in one month or the first Descendant? One's a free-to-play game, right? It's a multiplayer game. And then you look at the single player. So obviously I think first Descendant will make more money than Immortals of Avium did in one month right, with, with this multiplayer game that's coming out, right? Why? Well, one, no one has to pay for anything, okay? It looks great, right? It feels great. And people are like, yeah, I'll spend some money. I'll spend 10 bucks here, 60 bucks there, right? Marvel's Avium's like, we're a complete game. It's a complete game. Cost us $150 million, $200 million to make this game. And they go, and they go, oh, we only got 750000 sales. I don't know what the sales number is. I'm just putting it out there, right? And they're like, now EA looks at that and goes, that game's making money, and ours is not, and we put way too much into this thing, right? And they're they're like, ah, they'll not, fix it on the way. But, but that's what they keep seeing in their head. I don't want to spend this much money if we're not going to get any, something out of it at all, right? Like, and so they don't they don't want to take any chances. They don't they won't want to make another game like that. Not everything can be God of War or Spider Man, right? Or, or Ghost of Tsushima, right? Well, those are all right? great. Yeah, those are all great games. Well, those are all great games that got an eighty something, so they're trash. Well, no, God of War only got a ninety. For the, the newer one, the new one, yeah, the yeah, new yeah. ones. Uh, and then, yeah. uh, what was the other one you said? You, you said, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, got an 80, 83. Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man's one. in the 90s, I think, as well. It's like yep. 80 high 80s, low 90s. Um, yep. yeah, so, uh, what's it called? Let's go into this, uh, leak footage of Microsoft, right? This past week, Microsoft had a it wasn't like a bullet size hole, it was like a gaping, gigantic hole that they did that on is... themselves. That is an okay. employee doing that shit, bro. Well, it was an employee. Yeah. They they filed it wrong, right? I mean, we'll never know the truth of why it happened, but they, they filed it wrong. They filed it wrong. They hit the wrong button. They put it up there. Since then, they've now taken it down, but it's too late. Everyone's already got the information. They made copies, took pictures, screenshots, everything, everything else known to man, right? The movie's coming out. Yeah, so one of, the, one of the things that they talked about... Oops, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I hit the wrong one. No one's dead. No one's dead. Uh... First thing I want to talk about is this is Microsoft's new diskless Xbox Series X design with a lift-to-wake controller. Now, the FTC versus Microsoft documents reveal the plans for a cylinder-shaped, all-digital, 2-terabyte Xbox Series X plus a new two-tone controller with modular thumbsticks. Now, I want to put this out there. This is These are documents that were set three years ago, right? So this is from 2020, 2021 type of stuff. On this show, on Generation X Gaming, before they even announced the Series S and Series X, I said that they're going to come out with whatever next gen they have. I said, and this is when they're going to start pushing digital. I said, they're going to have an S di- uh, hard drive or disc and diskless. And I said, they're going to have an X disc and diskless. Obviously, it happened where S came out and that was the diskless one. And then X came out with the disc. And then I said that the S would sell more than the X because they were going to put those in there because they want people to come into their ecosystem into into the thing that's why the digital will sell more than the than the hard, uh the disk drive now we get uh brooklyn right brooklyn series x refresh right now this is a refresh not an upgrade of the power it's just taking and removing it's removing no the disk drive yeah it, it looks like a router basically what it looks like okay it supposedly it's going to be the same as the deliver 4k gen 9 console gaming with more internal internal storage faster wi-fi reduced power more immersed controller and a beautiful redesign that elevates all the digital experience from the xbox ecosystem it says also the update technology uh the new sound south south bridge uh 
modernize the I.O. and stabilize the efforts. It says Wi-Fi 6E radio and better throughput latency and the interference my mitigation. Uh, the BT 5.2 radio and improved accessories and experience and the 6 uh, nanometer die shrink of improved efficiency. And it does a better, uh, you know, for the for the earth and whatnot. They're also coming out with this controller. Go ahead, Sarge. What? And yeah, but they didn't, they didn't say it actually plays games. <laughs> no. You you you've read it, you've read it a lot a long list of stuff it's, that this thing is supposed to it's, do. It's the same. No, so far, nobody said it plays. Well, it's games. the same. It's the same system as what you have right now for the Series X. Yeah, it's just no disc drive, right? Yeah, it's exactly so, what I want. Yeah. So they're coming out with the with the world's best controller now. Now playing a screen near you. It says now this is going to compete. Well, they want to compete. They they just rob it straight from PlayStation, right? It's got the haptic feedback in there. It's going to have the the where you, you know, Sarge. I've been asking for this for my whole life, right? The black uh, and white cookie. No, no, I I've been. It's so much hard. It's just so hard to hit this button and to turn on the controller. It's just yeah. now I can just lift the controller and it turns on. I mean, this this is what I've been waiting for my entire life. Just lifting mm -hmm. a controller and it turns it on. Yep. <laughs> That's what I've been asking for the entire time. Uh, new mobile app like features. That. Uh, see paired devices in cloud, managed devices and accessories. Uh, it does uh, new modular thumbsticks, improve longevity, continued build improvements, uh, lift to wake uh, for the controller. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to have, like I said, the haptic feedback, the VCA haptic double as speakers. It's going to have an accelerometer in there, and it's going to be quieter buttons and thumbsticks. Quieter. It's going to be super quiet. Okay. And it's going to be priced at... $70. Now, obviously, they can change this, right? This is this is was the leak stuff, and when it comes out, they could release it as is, and they'd be like, well, you already know what it is. Here it is, right? Or they go, just kidding. We've changed it since then. It is what it is, right? Um, so, what do you think, Sarge? The, the, first of all, the design of the new Xbox, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think of the new Xbox? Do you think it's... I mean, do you, do you really call it, do you really call it an upgrade because you got rid of the corners and took out a disk drive? I mean, visually, it's an upgrade. I mean, you still, you still, and I say you, Xbox has yet to show me why I bought this box. They have yet to show me why I Agreed. bought this box. I agree. So taking my disk drive away and making it round so I can throw <laughs> it further, okay, isn't, isn't going to make me any happier. Show me what I want that box for. And a matter of fact... To call yourself Xbox and to make a round object is also insulting because I don't even know what you are anymore. You don't even know what you are anymore. You look like a you look like a bazooka tube I had in my car back in 83. My Spectrum right? router, I, it looks like my Spectrum router. Honest to God, it looks exactly like my Spectrum router. It looks like a bazooka tube speaker is what it looks like. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what we're trying to do. I mean, I... Listen, I know what they're trying to do. You, they they want everyone to be in the it, ecosystem. It, That's why there's no hard cool, drive. Wouldn't it just be cool or if the disc, disc just went right? The disc just went right on top of the circles. Does the disc just goes right on top, like an old record player? I mean, it just goes and it and it and it kind of just closes up. Like how awesome would that be? Obviously, cool. no one. I don't want to say no one, but a lot of people are not going to upgrade from what they have now to this, except for it's, storage. It, it's not it's worth not the price because you can get the storage cards right now and 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 fix that problem right it's got by, two by terabytes way, how much how much is that storage card that plugs into the back of the xbox cost now i think how it's much like uh i think for one terabyte it's like 129 or 149 something like that it's like 150 bucks i think don't quote me, don't quote me that yeah i think it's something like that okay i'm sure someone in chat can tell you because I'm, I'm sure they they have it or they're, they're has anybody right has anybody bought one of those expansions for their xbox yet i'm curious not the s for the x has anybody bought the little expansion hard drive 
or the ter it, is it's it's a flash drive is it a is it a flash drive or hard drive it's a flash drive it's a ssd right. yeah you just it's a it's, it's a SSD, drive. ssd yeah yeah, yeah. Duplus, yeah. you have okay so basically you you it's like eighty dollars Seagate. There's okay. a, there's a Seagate off brand, right? Which is not a off uh, brand. Yeah, yeah a, Xbox. Yeah. 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 SSD. Okay. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is with these leaks came Bethesda's like whole catalog. Just to just bleh, here here's all the games and stuff, right? So everything on this list, we we talked about this the other day, um, like two days ago when it came out. I said everything on this list has got moved by two years, and during COVID, I said everything's going to get delayed at least two years, if not longer. And here we are. We're in 2023, okay? So you look at this list, and everything that's in 2023, Doom, Project uh, Kestrel, Elder Scrolls, and Project Platinum, that's now 2025, okay? 2021 on this list is what we are now, 2023. So Starfield came out this year, check. Elder Scrolls Online Expansion is came out this year or is coming out this year, check. Redfall came out this year, check. Doom Eternal. I don't know if the Doom Eternal DLC came out this year. I don't know about that. Ghostwire, check. Fallout uh, Atlantic City is coming out this year, check. And then Project uh, Hibiki, Hibiki is uh, the project that was known as Hi-Fi Rush. So all of those things came out fiscal 21. Now, yes, they're two years behind, but congratulations. They they hit the checklist there, and they, they got it all done and they, in 2023. So whether Whether they were finished or not. Right. Now, right, they released now there's two other projects. There's Project Yubu and Project Wanderer. Now we don't know what those are. Okay, those are those are those are code names or whatever. Now, yeah. fiscal year of 2022, which is now 2024. Okay, so Indiana Jones supposedly might be coming out next year. Okay, then we have the Oblivion remaster, which would be pretty cool, right? Oblivion was an awesome game back Ooh, then. What what graphics will they be using? Will they uh, be using Starfield graphics for Oblivion? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, they have another expansion coming out for Elder Scrolls Six. That's what they've had every year that the game they just they just keep pumping stuff out there. Then they have the Starfield DLC as well. Then there's also three planned other titles that are there. Okay, that we just don't, you know, for for the mobile for free to play mobile. Three planned titles for that. The other two projects uh, from from this year are mobile as well. Now fiscal year 23, which is now 25, uh, Doom Year Year Zero and DLC. Project Kestrel, okay, Elder Scrolls Online Expansion, and Project Platinum. Now, Project Kestrel could be, and I don't know if it is or not, one of these things could be um, Bethesda's, or I should say Zenimax, the people that made Elder Scrolls Online, supposedly they're working on another MMO, okay? Rumors are swirling that it could be a, a Star Wars MMO, uh, or it could be something else, right? But that's the rumors. There's also rumors that there's a Mando game, and they think that Bethesda's working on it. So there's a Star Wars game potentially being worked on by Bethesda, right? Which would make sense because if they got Indiana Jones, that means they're already in bed with Lucas, right? Uh, with, the, with the company. So they probably also jumped on board for maybe a Star Wars game. That'd be interesting to see if, if, if that's the case. And then we have 2024, which is now 2026. And I'm surprised if this happens. This probably won't happen until the end of 2026. But Elder Scrolls Six is on this list, okay? And they've already started working on it, but... Starfield needed two more years for work on, you know what I mean? So if Elder Scrolls 6 was supposed to come out originally in 2024, now it's 2026, maybe 2027, I would say, Elder Scrolls 6 is, is there. Then you also have Project Kestrel's Expansion, which is that game that they're working on. Then you have Fallout 3 Remastered. You have a licensed IP game, 
which people are also thinking that could be the Mando game that Bethesda is working on, right? A licensed IP. Then you have another expansion for Elder Scrolls. You have a Ghostwire uh, sequel, so Ghostwire 2. You have Dishonored 3, and then you have Doom Year Zero DLC as well. So there's a lot of games here, right? There's a lot. This is just Bethesda, right? This is just Bethesda. So now you have to look at these games. So now you're looking at, you know, um, what's it called? The new, the new IP. You got Indiana Jones. You got Oblivion Remastered. You got Elder Scrolls Expansion. You got Starfield's DLC. You got Doom Year One. You got Project Kestrel. You got Project Platinum. You got Elder Scrolls Six. All of these games, if they come, if they're successful with all of these things coming out, now push two years, you know, in the future. That's a lot of games just from Bethesda, and that's a lot of games coming to Game Pass, and that the value of Game Pass, you know, the fact the, the fact that this list is so detailed. I know it was supposed to come out from a court case, and it was a mis misclick or whatever you guys want to call this, but all this is to me right now, this this list of games for Bethesda is basically their get out of jail free card. Right, the fact what, that that what, list what do you mean? is now. What do you mean that, that it's a get out of jail free card? That, that the fact that that list is released mm -hmm. accidentally or on purpose, however you want to look at it, lets them be carte blanche on whatever happens from now until the end of 2026, right? Because doesn't matter what we believe the night, the, the game's coming out or not coming out, this is pretty much on the slate. So you know in your mind, this is what they got. Whether you're interested or not, doesn't matter promotions or not. And so you basically wipe your hands with it and you're like, okay, we know, we know what's what's coming down for Bethesda. Yeah. We don't have we don't have to pay attention to them anymore because we know what's coming out and about when. So now I can focus my attention someplace else because there's no reason to even look at that because already been talked about, we're done. Yeah. Well, right? the, the Star so Wars now, games that so are coming out, you, those are surprisal, right? That's a that's a get out of jail free card. You won't ask any more questions. You won't look at Bethesda. There'll be no more, uh, what the fuck is going on? Where's Elder Scrolls Six? Like, or, or whatever game you happen to be looking for, that's their get-out-of-the-jail-free card. Yeah. Well, from that, I want to go to the next the next thing for, for, for uh, the Xbox leak. They came out with what Microsoft would pay to get the games on, day, on Game Pass Day 1, right? What, which game? Well, there's a lot of them, so... Oh, so, did you get the information about what they actually paid for games? Finally, yeah, that's what this is. Yeah, that, that was part of the leak. Oh, I thought that was something separate. No, no, this is that this, was part of the leak. Yeah, this is part of the leak. So, Ooh. so we always assumed, right? I said we're based, pretty good at that assumption, though. I, I said based on like what Netflix plays for for movies and stuff like that. I said it's probably around the same type of deals. Again, and we don't know. We don't know the deals as far as like, do they get monthly? Do they get a percentage of the thing? Do they get straight up pay up front for these games? And it looks like they get straight up pay up front for these games, right? For at least these guys, anyway. So there's some shocking things here, right? So Red Dead Two gets five million a month. So if they want it there for six months, they pay thirty million dollars. They have it there for six months, and then it leaves Game Pass, and then they can come back to Game Pass and whatnot. They also ask for twelve to fifteen million dollars for Grand Theft Auto 5. Okay? Which is insane considering that's a 10-year-old game and they're asking for 12 to 15 million meaning if they ask for a complete for the entire year it's 180 million dollars at the 15 mil, right? And they probably Rockstar probably gives them a deal going, well, if you do 6 months, we'll give you a we'll give you a discount, right? It'll be like 12 million, right? But if you do it month by month, it'll be 15 million, you know, type of thing. So it's pretty smart on, on Rockstar uh, Star's part uh, for, for that. Then you look at games like this, Suicide Squads, right, which was supposed to be out. Now, these are day and date, 
I want to be clear about that. If they got these day and date, this is what it would cost. Not costing them a year afterwards, it would cost them $300 million, right? So $250 million if they got Suicide Squad's day and date, okay? Meaning it comes out and it's on Game Pass the day and date when it comes out and you're paying full price on PlayStation, you're paying full copies? price. How many copies is that? Is, 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 is Suicide Squad a $70 game? Yeah, well, yeah, it'll all be $70, right? It's all so, $70 now? Yeah. So Suicide Squad was two hundred fifty. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, $300 million. Now, I'm pretty sure that Jedi Survivor didn't even cost $300 million to make, right? Didn't even cost $300 million to make. So they would make basically their whole money back and then anything they sold on PlayStation, uh, uh, on PC, and Xbox, if people were buying it, is just just frosting on top, right? That's, that's, not, a, that's not, a, it's not a bad ballpark, bro. That's three and a half million copies. That's not that's not a lot of games. Right. That's not a lot of games. That's basically what they think they're gonna do, regardless if the game was just being but sold. They, but they get that, million they get copies that, is about they get that up front. Right. No, I know, but what I'm saying is that's a pretty good ballpark. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat would have been two hundred and fifty million if they wanted it day one. Okay, day and day. Yep. Boulders Gate, five million. And people are losing their minds over this, right? Remember, well, because, this is from because that genre because that genre of game doesn't well, sell. Well, hold on a second. This is from 2020. Okay, yeah. so, so they didn't know Baldur's Gate was going to sell like it sold. Even the developers That's at Lorraine Studio weren't expecting as many sales as they thought. Right? That's correct because that because that type of game in reality, not the fictitious world that most people are living in right now, that is a niche game. Right, an action RPG of that magnitude, the Baldur's Gate series, and those type of games are not played by a lot of people. Right, that's just how it is. Then we have Gotham Knights, okay, which came out last year in October, thirty million dollars. Right now, obviously, this is day and date. They didn't get it. Now it's coming to Game Pass. So who knows what they actually paid for it now? Okay, but Gotham Knights will be on October third, one year. That seems low, thirty million. Right, it's a little low. Yeah, what is that? Look it up. Thirty million. How many? How many copies that's, is that at low. seventy? At seventy bucks, right? Low, bro. Was that two hundred and ten thousand copies? Thirty million. Was that right? Four hundred, four hundred and twenty-eight thousand copies. Yeah, there you go. 400 copies. Four hundred thousand copies. That's low, right? That's low. Then you have Assassin's Creed Rift, hundred million. Okay. Then you have we already said Dying Light would be fifty million. Lego Star Wars, which is on Game Pass, right? Thirty-five mil. So I'm assuming they paid for that. Right, so that's on Game Pass. I don't know well, if they the games, a out, but but the games. I bet you the price difference is because the game is already out. They've yeah, yeah, already gotten are, their money up. Yes, these are the, day the, and date, the, day and date. Yes, I want to make that yes. perfectly. This is day, if yes. they, if they paid day and date. Uh, Dragon Ball: The Breakers is twenty million. Uh, Return of Monkey Island is five million. Wreckfest Two is ten to fourteen million. Just Dance is five million. Blood Runner is five million, and Glitch Buster is five million. So I added these all up. Okay, I added these all up. Let's just play a game here, right? The game is, they have 16 games listed here, okay? And the combined okay. total of $1.3 billion, right? Let's just round up to $1.4 billion, okay? Okay. Because it's actually $1.314 billion, okay? Right now, a couple months ago, we talked about how they had 25 million Game Pass uh, customers that are paying. 15 million people are paying at the higher price, and 10 million are paying at the lower price, right? So we, it came out to be like $408 million a, uh, a month. Right, which turns out to be about four point eight billion dollars a year at, at just four 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 hundred million dollars a month. So even yeah. if they release these games, okay, yep. one a month for sixteen yep. months, it would cost yep. them one point three billion dollars for these things, right? Yep. And then if they just maintain the twenty five million for the year, 
Okay, they make four point eight billion off of that. Okay, now obviously that's not all straight profit or anything like that. But what I'm saying is they're covering call, wait, they're covering wait, 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 the cost. We're calling it gross. We're calling it yeah. gross profit. We're calling it gross yeah. profit. Yeah. They're, they're covering so the they cost. Get... One month covers the entire run of Star Wars Jedi or uh, Survivor for the entire run it made to make that game three hundred million. Okay, they get it up front, and they make that money back in one month on Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's why that's why this works both ways, why it's so scary and why we think that it devalues the actual video game industry. Right? According to the numbers currently, they'll make 5.4 billion dollars for the year on Game Pass alone. Right? And 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 by the way, just so we can rehash this point real quick. Remember, everyone keeps saying we have to keep the lights on, they have to charge for something, blah 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 blah. So my question then is the money that we were paying for Xbox Live, the 60 bucks a year or whatever that was, and people used to use the cards and get them like every month or every couple months, right. whatever it was, they got rid of that, and now it's just Game Pass. We just moved everybody over. It's just Game Pass. Yeah, now, they, no big deal. They, they've added right. the... Yeah. So, so you were paying, you were still paying for Xbox Live. Remember, now the last five years, 10 years, 15 years, Xbox gold, Live, you gold, were still paying live, for gold. it. Yeah. yeah, you were still paying for it, and now you were paying for Game Pass on top, yeah. right? Now they just got rid of that one, and now everything just Game Pass. So didn't they just lose money? Right. right. Didn't, they, didn't, didn't the 35 million people who have an Xbox who just stopped paying for Xbox Live and now just all of a sudden pay for Game Pass, aren't we missing out on that money? Or does that matter now? Because that money right. was bullshit to begin with. Well, I just thought about this the other day, right? So there was a million people that bought it on PC that paid $100, right? They paid $100 on uh and then there was people on Xbox, well, a total of people, right? There was 2 million people that played Starfield Early Access. That either was either $100 up front to pay, or if you already had Game Pass, you paid $30. Now, follow my math here, right? So one's got $100 and one's got $30. So if you take those and come back to the middle, it's around $65 average for 2 million people, right? So they sold 2 million copies at the normal $65, $60, $70 price point. All right, and then everybody else is now just on playing on Game Pass, right? So they they made the two million dollars, two million sales or whatever. But now they have people that have paid ten bucks or seventeen dollars. Let's just call it thirteen fifty, right? Because some people paid the high price, some people paid the low price. Sure. Okay, and they didn't want to get the early access; they just wanted to wait for the game to come out. And now they just need those people to stay on Game Pass for four months, right? Four months, and yep. that's a win for for Xbox, right? It's only yep. $40 if you're paying the $10, right? They would have to stay That's a little correct. longer. But because the people, 15 million people are paying $17 and 10 million people are paying $10, right? It averages out. So they only need them to be on the on the program for four months. Well, now Gotham Knights is coming out, right? So if someone's on the thing, they're like, oh, I got in for Starfield. And they're like, oh, you know what? I've never played Gotham Knights. I'm going to stay on for a month and, and, and play for Gotham Knights. And then all of a sudden, another game comes out and they're like, oh, I'm gonna stay on for this game because I've never played it, and now it's it's coming out. That's I'm, why I'm they try it out. Why they that's why they rotate games. <clears throat> right. This is why they rotate games. It keeps a different demographic of people on for another month. Right. Because you have a game to play in 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 a in an industry where a game doesn't come out every couple months anymore. We have to wait uh, six months to a year before a really good game that you happen to like will come out. So the best way for us to take the average gamer and give the average gamer purchasing power into as many people as possible is to basically charge the amount of three games in Game Pass if you had it for an entire year. 
and I elevate the right. entire gaming market because now I have everybody in my ecosystem has automatically bought three games this year before they buy anything else. Right. And before they buy any microtransactions. Right. That's what Mo says. Right. Right? This is no micros, no right. DLCs. This is just people right. that are this just is yeah. straight, just straight. Yeah. So what do you think happens when they open up the stores for Starfield? Right. Right? I, I see basically a GTA event happening once or, once or motorsports. Right. When Forza Motorsports comes out and they have the store. Yeah. Right. They make a lot yeah. of money off of these stores with like Forza Horizon with the skins, yeah. Minecraft, yes, they Minecraft do. Dungeons, all all of these things, right? So I, I look at this, and, and Krebsy's saying that, look, this list doesn't include every every title. It doesn't matter if it includes every title, right? I'm just saying that these 16 games on the list are $1.3 billion, and if they released one game a month, that's 16 months, all right? We don't know the time frame. We don't know anything. I'm just speculating, right? We're, we took the number of all the numbers that are there. cost $1.3 billion. We know that the number that they get every month from the, just the 25 million people is $400 million. Right. Four hundred million in January. Right. Four hundred forty five million. Four hundred whatever. Four hundred million pays for Mortal Kombat twice. Right. Almost twice. Right. The next month, February, four hundred million pays for Jedi Survivor. Right. This is the full development cycle. Not not just that. Right? If, if I started the company, it would cost me four hundred million, three hundred million dollars to make Jedi Survivor. Right. They're making that money back if they got this deal day one. One day on one day. And then everything else is bonus for them, right? That's a huge lift off their shoulders, right? Because now they're like, oh. For, for, for an independent developer. It was huge yes. for an independent developer. Huge. Right? That $5 million for Bloodrunners, they probably didn't think they were going to sell that many copies. Now they got the money that they thought they were going to sell. And, and now, they can do, now they can do something else. Yes. Now and they can now work on the next game. Going. Yes. Now they can right. work on the next game. Right? Yeah. You, it's like rolling dice. If you're a developer, you want to make a game to sell. Maybe you make Among Us. Right? And then all of a sudden you sell tens and millions of copies, right? Or you sell a game and it only sells 200,000 copies, right? Game Pass but that's, but that's the gives, rub. gives them the, the leniency of going, what did you want to sell for this? And they're like, we needed, we needed a right. million units. And they're like, there you go. There you go. Right. And they're like, go make right. your next game. Right. Go make your next game. Right? But people look at this and go, this is terrible. Now, I've said that this is bad for the industry going forward because Game Pass needs to survive by they need the members to go up. If the members don't go up and they keep spending this type of money, then it's going to hurt them so much so. Let's go to the next story, right? Phil Spencer talks about um, – hold on one second. Let me find the, the story. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. Where is the story that I had? Uh, but just this massive leak. I don't want that one. Okay. It says Microsoft may exit gaming business if the Game Pass subscribers off console don't increase enough by 2027. Now, this is not me going. The sky is falling. The whole the whole Xbox is going to sell. No, no. This is this is this is a, this is a business model that probably this is their business model. With. Yeah, this is their business model. He presented it to the higher ups at MS because right. they want to drop the gaming system altogether. Yeah, they say this is what we want to do. And they go, good. You got you got five years or eight years to figure this out. Let's see what happens in the five years. And if it doesn't work out, maybe Xbox just bows out. I don't think they'll bow out. I mean, obviously they could sell it. So it says it says the FTC lawyer James uh, put the following internal Xbox Game Pass slides in front of Spencer, asking him whether he agreed with the projections. He sh he showed the sub uh, subscription service surpassing 100 million users between fiscal year 29 and fiscal year 30, largely due to the increase of PC and cloud market. Now, 
what I like to notice here is that a lot of people that I sh uh, saw talk about this, look at this number and right here, it's around like 30 million, right? The green for the consoles, right? Is at 30 million. And then with the PC gamers and the cloud, it's up around 41 million is the starting point. So I'm assuming that these are the game pass members right now in fiscal year 23 is above 40 million. It's at 41 million, right? However, they got that number. Because they moved everybody right. over. Whatever that number is, that's where they're starting at, 41. If that's true, we're at 25 the last time we heard, okay? And on this on this chart, it looks like it's around 40, 41, okay? Now, during the mid-gen upgrade, they're looking at it around 60 million users by fiscal year 25, I would say first quarter, it looks like, maybe almost second halfway through the year. And then by the time, uh, you know, 2027 comes around where Phil Spencer was talking about what, what, we, what he says, it's around 65 mil, 70 mil uh, users there, right? So obviously we don't know what games are paying for, what studios are putting out there. It says Spencer said in uncertain terms that Microsoft could, ex uh, could exit gaming business if the projections became reality, right? Again, this is just a chart. Right. They, they, they pay people to figure out, OK, this is what we're making. If we do a two percent increase every year, what was what, what it going to make? Right. That, that's what this is. So it says Microsoft needs the uh, light green and blue segments of PC and cloud to get much larger and much faster by fiscal year of 2027. Or it could opt out of the business altogether. It says, I do not believe that uh, that is what the future of Xbox business would look like. This is a presentation from our device organization of the gaming leadership team. So this is a view from the team that is charactered uh, with building the hardware on what the future business would look like, right? So this is not the all, one all be all of gold of, of the stuff. Right? No, this is just a projection. That's, that's that's the direction they want, though. Yeah. I can fairly safely say that if we do if we do not make our our more progress than this off of our consoles, we would exit the gaming business, right? And he's what he's saying there, at least what I'm taking is he's saying, look, if we can't hit these numbers, right? And he thinks, yeah, we're okay, we're gonna hit these numbers. But if we don't hit these numbers, then we might as well pack up our bags and and and, and get out, right? He's not saying right. if we don't hit these numbers, we're gonna we gotta get out. No, he, because he, because the cost because the cost of doing what needs to be done in the old style of developing games is is getting out of reach as it's been explained over right. the last couple of years right? right he says if this were the outcome we uh we would i don't believe we'd still be in this business now they have pockets for days now obviously even if let's say it didn't happen let's say it did happen 2027 comes they don't have enough enough people i don't i still don't think they get out i think phil spencer loses his job at that point okay because he didn't hit the numbers but i don't think they go ah, that's it wrap it up we're not doing anything with the xbox anymore right i just think they look at it and go it's all right it's a it's a it's a lost leader right but we have to move our money around in in, in microsoft because they're a multi-trillion dollar company and they're just like hey, yeah yeah we'll, we'll just keep these people going we'll, we'll just keep our foot they're third place right they're third place in the in the world of people think great third place and they're still making profit people people forget this right people forget this xbox is the most profitable it's been ever now with Phil Spencer. They've made the most money they've ever made before. So even in last place, per se, okay, they're still more profitable than they've ever winning, been before. Winning, winning within. They're right. winning from Winning within, within yeah. inside the, the thing, right? So now there's a reason to believe Spencer may have exaggerated a bit, okay? Microsoft stressed uh, throughout the uh, the FTC investigation that later the federal court and the acquisitions of Activision Blizzard was cri uh, critical to the plans to grow the mobile and cloud markets. Otherwise, it might as well exit the gaming business. Look, this is all when you when you play up stuff, 
you, you want people to, you want to pull out their strings and stuff. He's like, look, if we don't make this, we might as well just pack up our bags, right? It's just, it, that just, that's, it's a, it's that's what I read from speech. that, right? I don't it's know. It's the football speech. Yeah, right. If we don't win this game, you might as well pack your bags because we're, we're all done here. That's like, it's like, oh, no, coach, we're going to come out in the second half and work for you, right? I, that's the way I, I, I look at it. Now, obviously, could they ba- belly up? Sure. Do I think it's going to happen? No. No. Because the gaming industry is just getting more and more people every single year. Okay? Now, they're not selling consoles more and more every single year. But I've also been in, in saying that there's going to be less console and more other devices, right? If it's that Keystone that comes out, if it's the Samsung TV, if it's your iPhone that's coming out that plays video games on it now at, at native. Right. Right. They want they want more people in the ecosystem without having to buy a device to be in the ecosystem. Yeah. Did I tell you that my friend is playing Starfield on an Xbox One? Yeah, it's it, through, it, the, through the through the cloud. Yeah, if he's playing if he's playing on the Xbox One uh, through the cloud, he's playing off of Xbox Series S Blade, uh, the server. So they have uh, they have servers that are running the S's and they're running the Starfield on the S's and it's streaming over the cloud to his Xbox One. So how's he how's he liking it? He says he has no problems. Interesting. I haven't tried. He's it got, yet. He says he says he has the normal Bethesda yeah, things the, that happen but glitches, but he says he doesn't have any major problems. Look, and people, I'm like I'm like that's that's incredible. People don't believe me. I now I, I'm not playing off the that's, Xbox One. I, I don't want to I don't want to derail the the conversation. No, that's I, okay. I needed to get that out because I was going to forget about it. It's okay. I forget about when it. I play when I come down south and visit mom, I, I play on my iPad through the cloud. I never have any issues. I never have any issues. I mean, I'm not playing multiplayer games either, right? So I'm I'm not an idiot. I'll play single player games, uh, and I have no problems. Like it's it, it works wonders. Okay, so let's uh, let's continue on. We already talked about that. We already talked about that. Uh, Phil Spencer. Uh, Phil Spencer addresses the massive Xbox leak, and he will share the real plans when they're ready. Okay, so obviously with these leaks and their old stuff, obviously it could come out as to a T, and that's what it is, right? Or as I said on my stream earlier this week, I was like, I don't know about you, Sarge, but when I make plans for the weekend, uh, sometimes I don't even get to the weekend and my plans change. So I can't imagine that a multi-trillion dollar business, that stuff that's out there doesn't change. Okay, like literally, like a like like a wind direction change. They're like, oh, yeah, we're not we're not doing that anymore and we're, and we're leaving it. But that's why I said that leak list doesn't mean anything. Right. That's exactly the same thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously... We see Bethesda. It gives games. you ballpark. It gives you a ballpark. Yeah. Well, actually, I look. I really like the the leak that came out for Game Pass that we just went over because I've been saying for years. I was like, these guys are making we, their money we, up front, we, right? We knew, we knew. We just didn't know what the kind of deal it was, right? Now, and now we have more of a bigger ballpark, right? Yep. So. Phil Spencer has uh, committed on the massive, uh, my, uh, let's say, it says a quick rundown in case you missed it. Earlier on Tuesday morning, Xbox FTC court documents leaked, revealing key information about the Microsoft gaming segment, including console plans, upcoming Xbox Series X games, and exclusive level reaction of defining industry events. In a tweet published on Tuesday afternoon, uh, Spencer seemed to suggest that at least some of the information revealed uh, is now out to date and no longer accurate. Here's the full quote from Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer says, quote, we've seen their conversation around the old emails and documents. It's hard to see our team's work shared this in this way because it's so much has changed and there's so much excited b- about right now and in the future. And we share this real plan when we're ready. Right. And obviously. I think that's true. Right. Everyone's like, oh, Phil Spencer's a liar. Look, Jim Ryan, Jim Cryan Ryan, as I like to say, 
I'm just joking, right? He lies. Phil Spencer lies. But are they? they but are they lies? Because if if they're running something, I'm not a I'm not a stockholder, right? I'm at the stockholder meetings, right? I'm not talking to them straight up and going, "Hey, what's the deal?" And he's lying to my face, right? We are nobody. We are pervy, not pervy to the information that's coming out. And then when we see these lock, uh, leaked documents, and they're like, hey, is there a mid-gen upgrade? And he's like, no, there's no mid-gen upgrade. And they're like, look at this shit. You see this? There's a mid-gen upgrade. But it's not really a mid-gen upgrade. It's literally just extra storage drive, same exact system. That's that's correct. Right? So it's not that's a mid-gen upgrade. upgrade. So it's just mid, but it's just an upgrade of the hard drive. And there was like, it's not more powerful. It's nothing. It's, a, it's moving the disk drive. So people like to, and a lot of people like to do this because they're Sony ponies or Xbox, and they like to talk shit about PlayStation, and PlayStation likes to talk shit about Xbox. And I'm amazed by this because I don't think these people, they might be young, and maybe they've never worked in the corporate office world before, but uh, you ever hear the expression, it's above my pay grade? Okay. Well, everyone on the internet, this is above your pay grade. You, you don't need to know anything that's going on behind the walls of these companies. And when they do say something, okay, it, it's not... 100% because things change all the time, right? So I look at this, and I, I, I kind of laugh, right? As, as a content creator, people get the clicks and people get all the stuff. But in reality, businesses do this all the time. Hell, I do this. The other day, my plan was I was going to stream Starfield. But at the last second, I decided, fuck it. I'm going to stream the first Descendant, right? Things change, right? And I'm just one person. Now imagine that you run multiple companies, Multiple, multiple billion dollar companies and you have electronics and, and shipments of, of stuff and people working on games. I'm surprised more shit doesn't come out. I'll be honest with you with with all the, the amount of stuff that happens. Right. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's a refresh, not a not a not a mid gen. Right. Uh, Brain says, I think the new design is to start to break the, the stigma of the Xbox as a gaming console and they want the entertainment nexus. Yeah. I, I, I honestly look, I, I've been saying for years, Brain, they're not selling consoles anymore. They're selling Game Pass. They want people to get Game Pass no matter where you want it. They don't care if you play on PC. They don't care if you play on mobile phones. They don't care, right? So there was another thing that they wanted to purchase Steam, Sarge, right? This was another thing that people were like, they're like, oh, Microsoft's going to purchase Steam and they're going to purchase Nintendo. This is back in 2020. This is when they were looking around, shopping around, going, all right, who's right? Who's right for us, right? Can we buy Nintendo? Right. And then the people that don't know, they're like, Nintendo can't be bought. There's no way they buy. Everyone has a price. Everybody has a price. Now, in 2020, Nintendo shot up through the roof because everyone was stuck in their houses and we couldn't go anywhere. And then the mobile device, and they sold like 20 million units of uh, of, uh, of Animal Crossing. OK. And all this other stuff. And yeah, N Nintendo doesn't need to sell. Could they sell? 100 percent. They're not protected by Japan. They're not they're not doing tech stuff where they're they're making tanks and doing other things. They're just Nintendo making video games, right? They're not making LCDs for for military governments or anything like that. Just Nintendo is Nintendo. They're just a gaming company, right? They're not on the list. I looked. Okay. So they could purchase it. But when he said it's the white whale, right? That's like his uh what's the what's the expert uh, uh, what's it, what's the Coup de gras. Coup de gras, right? Like that's his. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I don't know if that fits it. I don't know if that's it. But it's his. It it is his white whale. Like he wants in his, in his position, he's like, if I get this, this is that feather in my cap, man. I got Nintendo, right? Something that maybe he honored his whole entire life. He's like, I grew up with Nintendo, man. It would be awesome if we could purchase Nintendo to be a part of this, right? And 
and that's his thing. That, that's his motivation. Like you get up out of bed in the morning, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna deadlift 250 pounds today, right? I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna do. That's my goal. That's that's the thing. If I can do that, I can do anything. That's his thing. His thing is I would love to own Nintendo. Now, obviously, they bought Activision. Okay, I don't think they're gonna spend 80 billion dollars on Activision and then go out. Especially how messy this has been with Activision, right? Everyone and their mother has been trying to stop them from doing uh, the Activision thing. And they looked at it back then and said, the deal with Nintendo, should we buy Nintendo? Through a hostile takeover, it said. He says, I don't want to do a hostile takeover. He's like, but there's people buying stocks in the background, right? To try to get enough percentage so they can they, they can take it over. But he says, it's the long game, right? I can see it happening, right? Everyone's got a price, okay? Now, Valve, okay? with steam they were looking they were trying to get into the mobile bar uh, i'm sorry the the pc market and they went well we could purchase this instead they said let's go with activision because we cover pc games there we cover mobile games there let's see how this works out right and i don't think they're they're as soon as they're done with activision they're going yeah let's buy nintendo right that's not going to happen well, well they have well they have to wait six months for the candy crush money to come in they'll be fine right right and i i think when phil spencer made the deal during the court for FTC and the CMA. And they're like, yeah, we'll do a 10-year deal with with Nintendo, right? Because they knew the next system of Nintendo's coming out, the Switch 2. It's going to have better graphics. Call of Duty will be on there. They're trying to make those deals, right? I don't see I don't see Nintendo ever putting games on Xbox, but I sure hell see Game Pass going on the, on the Switch 100%, right? And I can see that long-term deal of, yeah, they can still play your Nintendo games, first-party titles, Mario's staying on the Switch, but hey, can we put Game Pass on your on your Switch so now people and mobile you guys, and you guys you guys get a thirty yeah they get thirty percent. Why wouldn't they do that? I don't know. I I don't know how I don't know how loyal Nintendo is to themselves and their first first proprietary software and their their you know their stuff. They live in their own little world, so I'm not sure if they want Game Pass anywhere near them, even though it might be beneficial for them in the long run. They would rather do it themselves. Right. Right. I, and I, again, I, I don't that's think... Just the way, that's just the way Nintendo is. I mean, it's it's sort of like when Disney, um, Iger, bought Marvel and bought Star Wars, right? That's his feather in his cap of going, yeah, I got the two biggest IPs and underneath one roof, right? And that's his that's his thing, right? That's his white whale that he did. So, I don't know. I, 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 see, I see Nintendo uh, not being bought anytime soon or ever. I mean, they don't have to sell. They're the most profitable... They're the most profitable. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I still. I Gaming still think wise, if, anyway. we, if we did, if we did the right numbers here, I'm not talking about like, like, it's fixing the, the election here. But I think that Nintendo makes more money than Sony in video games. I'm pretty sure. Oh, but I, I would need. I would, I would need to look it up. Profit wise, like, Nintendo officially. makes more. Yeah, I think so. They think they so. make money off of each system, and they make money. They sell like twenty to thirty to fifty million copies of their first party title games. Yeah. That. Sony and Xbox are not doing that. I mean, now well, Sony. I'm not, about, I, I'm not talking about Sony Total. I'm talking about Sony the gaming division only. And I'm not talking yeah, about yeah, Sony. the gaming PlayStation. You're talking about PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about PlayStation. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Play, PlayStation is very profitable, but it is Nintendo sells. They they make more margin on their on their consoles, and they make more margin off of their off of their discs, off of their games, and they also sell three times more than anybody else with their first party titles. God of War sold 10 million copies. Right, uh, Mario Kart Eight sold fifty-five million copies. Right, uh, Pokemon sold ten million in in one afternoon, and it took them like three weeks to sell. Right, 
I'm, this is not putting down Sony in any way, shape, or form. Nintendo, which I always think, I always find it funny that PlayStation and Xbox fight each other, and everyone's like, Nintendo doesn't matter. Nintendo is this is why we call them Crazy Uncle Nintendo. They own, they own everybody because they put a game out, their first party title, it's selling 10 million, 15 million, 20 million copies. But that shows you, but that shows you the loyal base of that of that brand. That shows you a loyalty base for that brand. That's what that shows you. Yeah, to I don't. With another Mar to come out with yet another Mario game and to sell fifty-five million copies, that's that that blows away COD numbers. Right. Just just off the hundred. COD. Th they think were, about this. They were crying. They were crying for nine months about how COD is a deal breaker for the Activision Blizzard deal, and that's a thirty million copy sold game. To, and Nintendo does fifty-five million of Nintendo. The, the opt-in you know rate, I mean? like, right? They have one hundred twenty-seven million switches out there, and. Mario Kart's been sold fifty five million. That's that's insane for the amount of consoles that are out there for the for the thing. Yeah. We talked about this weeks ago, right? That's insane for for that type of stuff. Um, I think that's uh, the last thing. The stories that we missed that we don't have time for. We're gonna take questions. We're gonna take questions, and then we'll we'll end the show. Uh, we, we didn't talk about the Unity overhaul controversy price hike after the game developers revolted. Uh, we I think it's gonna be. That they're gonna be backpedaling for week for months. They're gonna be backpedaling for months. We didn't talk about Titanfall Two gets an unexpected new game mode nearly seven years later, and it's uh back on. Why? It's on sale. Um, I don't know why. I'll be honest with you. They put it out and people are loving it. I, I was watching Jack uh, Jack Frags play. Well, it. great. You fixed the game that's seven years old and people love it. So wouldn't you care enough to put that fix in earlier? Like I mean, this this, but this is why I say EA doesn't care. A lot of these developers don't care, or the publishers don't care. Let's I'll rephrase that. The publishers don't care. If you fixed a problem in Titanfall from seven years ago and everyone loves it and they start playing Titanfall, they yet, loved it when it came out. Wouldn't that wouldn't that have been something that should have been? They, done they stopped supporting it and then the hackers took over. Hackers destroyed the game because it wasn't getting fixed, so they they basically held it hostage for the longest time, and then all of a sudden it got fixed out of the blue, and then it was on sale on PC. I think it was like three bucks uh, th this past week. It's a fantastic game. The story mode alone is worth the uh, worth the price of a mission. I remember Titanfall, right? Titanfall two, um, yeah. so. And I think that's the only story that we missed uh, today. Oh, uh, that that sales chart you guys are talking about. I didn't want to bring up that that chart up on stream on screen because there's so many things that we don't know exactly, and people just look at the number and say, "Oh, this is third place, this is first place." This is... There, there's so many misinformation of that. I'm gonna let that just be. All right, we it, it doesn't matter who's in first, second, or third. I know for a fact that Nintendo is very profitable. They make money. They don't lose money on their consoles, and they make they sell the most video games. These are facts, okay? They sell more software than PlayStation. They sell more software than Xbox. They sell more software. They're just, this is why they keep pumping out first-party titles. This is why you always see Mario. This is why you always see Zelda, right? It's, 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 an, it's uncanny how good they sell. They have the more. They have more first-party title games over twenty million units sold than any anybody else. <clears throat> I think it's a sign that Titanfall three might be coming. Well, Apex Legends is Titanfall three. It's in the same world. They stopped working on Titanfall three. Titanfall three was, I think, seven months in development, and then they they just shit canned it because of Apex Legends. So. Hopefully well, that's because that's because I'm sorry, what was the development team that made Apex? Respawn. The, the one that's Respawn. Yeah, Respawn has yeah. needed to save somebody again. Right? Somebody was floundering and so Respawn had to save them again. So they took a broken Titanfall game, turned it into Apex Legends, and made a bazillion dollars. Right. Mo, Mo says, Mike, it matters, damn it. Nintendo is number one in profit. But I didn't need a chart to tell me that. 
right? We, we look this up all the time. They sell more first-party title games than anybody else in the industry since the beginning of time till now, right? Nintendo, this is why Nintendo can do what they want. Everyone makes a, a system, they make a, a portable unit. I don't, I don't have a problem with Nintendo. Nintendo saved video games. You, you, yeah. For those of you who, were, for those of you that weren't alive during the great video game crash of the late, early eight, 1980s and mid 1980s, like video games were on the way out. Like they were going to die. Like video games were on the way out. Like they flooded the market. They destroyed everything. Nobody wanted to care about the games anymore. Overpriced, prices of shit, whatever. And then Nintendo came out. I remember going berserk with my parents trying to get a Nintendo going berserk, wanting that system that bad because it was a gateway into having an actual arcade into your house. Right. Right. Because all the games that were in the arcade at the time, Nintendo had all the Nintendo games that were in the arcade. You could play <clears throat> on your home system. I didn't put the question thing up today in the, in the chat, but if you do what like quest did and just put at 30 Q, uh, I'll, I'll read your question in chat. Uh, quest says uh, question. Would would more Final Fantasy games help get subscribers to for Game Pass? Sure, because one, a lot of people didn't play, and, and they did the Tokyo Game Show this morning. I watched it, right? And they marketed Game Pass three times on Game Pass PC, right? They know that market plays more games on PC, okay, than console. They know the console over there is predominantly PlayStation. They they put out a special where if you were either at Tokyo Game Fest or you were watching the show uh, for a hundred yen. Which I th I think is one dollar is is it not I think is uh, is that the ratio I don't I don't, I don't know the trade I don't, I don't know, know the trade but they did a special of a hundred yen okay gets you Game Pass now right so they're they're pushing the whole the whole Tokyo Game Show they showed JRPG after JRPG after JRPG uh, throughout the whole entire show and said they're on Game Pass they're on Game Pass they're on Game Pass Microsoft's ability to try to they needed two things they needed the mobile market and they needed to be out in the PC market, and they needed to get into Japan, right? And they're doing all three of those things. They're trying to get more people to come onto Game Pass to get that number up. They'll do anything. This is the lost leader lost leader until it makes... Pro and it's making profit, by the way. It's making profit. But they're spending way more money right now to push it out there to try to get more people to get that number up to 50 to 60 to 70 million <clears throat> Anybody else have a question? Put it in chat. You know, I played when I when I played Final. What is it? Is it fifteen? I think fifteen it was fifteen that came out on the on the on the Xbox, right? Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah. When I played yeah. that when I played that game, for some reason, I think I played it in a giant brain fog because I don't remember the game. Like should, I don't you should, remember. You talk about it. I asked you. You. you I. I don't remember playing it. I don't remember finishing it. Well, what year did it come like, out? We can go back to GXG episodes and watch you talk I'm about it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Destiny was out. I think I'm it came out sure. 2016. Was it 16? I'm pretty sure it was a Destiny thing. I think Final Fantasy 15. I'm just saying it's like I really, I really enjoyed the game, but I don't remember. Like the one thing I never got a chance to do in that game was fight the mountain. Oh, that's good. The mountain, the mountain was a giant tortoise. I never got that guy. Yeah, it came out I never got, I never got the tortoise to come out of the mountain. It was November 29, 2016, Krebsy. I don't remember. I never fought that boss. It was like the hidden boss in the uh, Final Fantasy VII game that I never got to fight until years later. Yeah, like, you, the whole mount, the whole mountain was a turtle. I was gonna, was I was gonna pick it up and play it, and then I was just like, yeah, I don't have time for that. I was, I was way too far into Destiny at that point. That was Destiny one time. 
I did. I, I played that game for 25 hours before I realized that your guys had a special move. <laughs> like, like the actual your actual boy band guys, they actually have a, some kind of super special. I didn't even know that. I was 25 hours in before I realized it was a super special power move. Yeah, I just uh, I remember when you were your kids and you played Final Fantasy, and then I picked up Final Fantasy, and three was the first one I played, and I loved it. And to this day, I still well, whistle. I still whistle. Is it, is it is it three or is it two in the American version? No, no, it was it was Final Fantasy three on the N sixty, uh, the, the uh, Super NES, Super NES. So, so talking American, not Japanese. Correct. Yeah, I, I had final I had Final Fantasy on the eight bit Nintendo, mm-hmm. and then I had Final Fantasy two, Final Fantasy three, right? I'm trying to remember if there was a final fantasy 4 for nintendo i can't remember i think mm. it was just two and three i think it was three i think i think it was two and three and then, then they then stopped it, making on the nintendo it was on playstation and then when i got a playstation got yeah. I, I was back for seven yeah like yeah. four discs was it four discs uh, final fantasy 7 was four discs yeah it was like four yeah. discs yeah uh let's see uh what's some of the things you want oh yeah division three we forgot real quick right we played division one and division two they announced they they announced division three Right, it's 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 happening. Division three is happening. Okay, uh, the guy who Jul, uh, Julian, I think is his name, uh, or Jules, uh, he's the guy who worked on Division originally, right, and then left, and then worked on Star Wars uh, Outlaws, which I'm super excited about. And this is the guy that was in that interview that we watched that had like super passion, like he was passionate as hell talking about the Star Wars Outlaws, and I was like, man, his passion is selling me on this game, right, because of all the stuff they're doing. Well, once this launches, Outlaws launches, which is supposed to be like February, March time, or early next year. Uh, we don't know the exact date, but that's when it's supposed to happen. Um, he's now moving over to Division 3. Okay, My question to you, Sarge, is uh, with the amount of hours we have in Division and Division 2, what would you like to see? That's what Krebsy's asking. What would you like to see out of Division 3? I Well, I find it difficult to see how you improve and make a a natural progression of improvement on the division series for what they're doing in the game because of the game's basis on reality. I don't know what you could add to that game to make you want to play another round of division, right? Division. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's like, like even though it's division but, three, it's the same game. Like, like let's just go through just the, where, where do you like, raise the bar? What they've already like done. What, what what would you do that would say, oh wow, I have to get this now? It would be the same weapons. The weapons are based in reality. Yeah. The skill, the, uh, new skills. What city would it be in? That, like, that's would that matter? Thing. Yeah, would it would. It, it would are, matter. Are, 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 are you going to go back to the old school ways of of the of the actual survival mode like you had in New York? That would probably be better. But then you would be going backwards. You wouldn't be going forwards. I, it's very hard to see. And especially, especially since you have these other division games coming out, right? Right. You have so Heartland. Are you, are you right? Are you going to make these other two division games? Make people want to play it, and then you think you're going to top that with this another division game? Or do when you come out, you have division burnout at this point because I've played Heartland and this, and like, what am I doing? What does this game provide? Right. What does Division Two? What What would be the purpose of Division Two? Why do I want that game? Division like, Three. What yeah. do you? What's the story? Because I already see their hap, the, the haphazard story they're doing now that they don't care, right? It's just it's the same. Do you? It's the same bait and switch I've been getting. I don't. They don't care about the guy I'm going after. So do, do you I don't know think? What, do you think they pick another? I'm trying to think. Do they do like a Grand Theft Auto? And what I mean by that is, you know, Liberty City, right? You're in a city, and then all of a sudden you go to Vice City, which is a smaller city. And then in San Andreas, it was this giant open world, right? And then in Grand Theft Auto V, you had the 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 uh, the Hick Town, you had the big city. 
so in Division Three, do they pick mm-hmm. another big city? Do they pick something in the United States? Do they pick I, I liked, something I in Europe? Story. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that would be my guess. My guess would be they would go to Europe next. Where they like go, London, like London or something. I don't, I don't. But but is it? Are you still with the same storyline? Are you I still following the same storyline? Like uh, this is what I'm talking about. Like, what's your like one and two right. made sense to me because of the story progression. If you did, if you played one, you understand why they went to DC. You understand the whole story plot. But like now, you don't care about the characters in the storyline anymore. You you basically just baiting me along because you want me to play Heartland in this other game. So like. Why do you think I'm going to play these other games and then be like, you know what it's time for? It's time for me to go back to Division 1 and 2 again. Like, I don't I don't know what it would do. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's in the same type of position, but because it's not a single-player game like Spider-Man, like Spider-Man's in New York, and then Spider-Man Miles Morales is in New York, and then Spider-Man 2 is in New York, I'm okay with that. With Division, it's a constant online game that you're always updating and always got. So it's like, do I, do I want to go back into another big city? Do I, is it a, is it a place where it's out in the, out in boondocks and then you come back to the city? Are there vehicles, right? Is it, is it a bigger game? Is it a, is it a bigger guns are going to be the same? Do I get, do I get to build my society? Do I get to, right. Like, do I, do I get to construct a society and try to, does it evolve? But then, but then, but then, but but then that becomes a sim. Does it become like an action shooter? It becomes, you know, it, it becomes the day before, right? basically like that's that's the next or, or dying or dying light right that's the next it. iteration if division becomes like what they're pitching the day before is where it's bigger open worlds and more survival type of thing i don't know i'd be interested to see we're, we're years off from division three so I, I think i think that the the evolution the next evolution for gaming is gonna have to be something along the lines of the combat systems of like Batman, Spider-Man and Ghost of Tsushima where where it's instead of it being like a hack and slash it's a it's a game that's not for everybody but it's next level gaming where you learn the moves of the controller and you have to be able to counter what is being done to you in order for an opening for you to attack Right. right, because the gun game is a shooty shooty thing, but a, but an actual game where you like learn the moves. Like I always enjoyed Batman and Spider Man because the combat was very intense. Like you had to know when to dodge and when to move. It yeah. wasn't just smack the button. In Division, the gun is the gun, right? And everybody at a certain level, because of the way the game is constructed, it's all bullet sponge. Now I know that goes across to most games as bullet sponge. But division is really bullet sponge because what else do you have in order to slow down gameplay? Like this guy's worse than this guy, but why? You know, my, just dumping forty clips into a guy. My question is, where would you not like it to be set? Um, any place tropical. I don't want it set in L.A. I feel like that's just any big. any place any place tropical. I don't I don't want to be in California. That's like so played out. I don't want it to be in California. Like just don't go to California. Go anywhere but California. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question. Uh, let's see. Krebsy says with good buzz around the Cyberpunk 2.0 and getting eights out of ten, nine out of ten, will some play for the first time? Um, I said the other day, I, I said because I'm playing Starfield and I'm really enjoying the role playing in Starfield. I said I was interested in maybe playing cyberpunk but i'll be I mean, honest well, isn't cyberpunk gonna come on game pass eventually i mean i have it but it, maybe down the road sure but 
I don't know if I have the time. I don't know if I want to put the time in that I'm putting into Starfield. I'm loving Starfield, but I can see uh, a part of me because I own it. Brain gave it, gifted it to me, right? I don't want to play it just out of spite because of when it came out, it wasn't ready after they said it was going to be ready. And I feel like I'm good. But people tell me that it's a really good game now, but it's a really good game two years after. And that's what kind of irks me about the whole thing. Um, but I have it, and I probably will play it at some time. So to answer your question, yeah, I'll, I'll probably jump into it at some time. What about you, Sarge? You, you ever going to go play Cyberpunk? I mean, I, I say to myself, yes, but the way the time and the clock work, to be able to sit down and want to play that game and have time to play that game, something else will always come up. That's just how this goes. Like, I, I started playing Star Control 3, mm. right? A sci-fi game, PC, old game. Cause I, I never really finished it when I was younger, and I got it on sale on Steam, and I wanted to play through it. And I'm, like, maybe halfway through the game, and then Starfield came out. And, like, I don't see myself going back to that game probably for at least a year. You know, because, because something else will always come up. Something else always does come up. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to go back, especially when I set the precedent for myself of what that game was. And I'm like, I was excited for it. I'm like, I understand all the hype. I was behind the creator. I was behind everything else. I've read some of the books. And then it's like, this is how you treat it? You don't care? Yeah. Like a wet paper towel hitting the ground. Like you don't, you guys don't care. Well, then I was like, if you don't care, then I don't care. That's yeah. just that's basically how I that's how I framed it. Because if you don't give it, and day one bullshit, and you don't fix it until a year a year later, two years later, I'm I'm happy for you that the game worked. Two years later, but I'm not interested. Tyler asked a question. He says, uh, "Is that mystery Star Wars game perhaps a new Kotor?" If not, what do you think uh, the setting will be for for which game from uh, Bethesda? Is that what you're asking, Tyler? Are you asking for keep, what I Bethesda keep, I game? I keep seeing I keep seeing that game that that female director worked on that just got dropped. And right, we know thirteen thirteen. No, the was other it, one. No, 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 the, no, the other one. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. The one that where the guy walks out and the Tie Fighter flies by. You see, like he's in he's in he, this town. Yeah, yeah, he's in the town. Like I see that, and I'm like, you know, it that looks like a more advanced Kotor. That could have been a Kotor. You know? Yeah, for Bethesda's game, um, I don't think it's Kotor. Kotor is owned by Bioware, right? Uh, which and is owned by know, EA. We all know where they are. Which is which is owned by EA. So I don't know if Bethesda would uh, would get Kotor. Uh, as far as what type of game, I I think I mean based on the leaks that we've heard, I think it is a Mando game. Now. I, I don't know if I want to believe it's a MMO Mando game because I really don't want to play a Mando MMO because like everyone's a Mandalorian then. I, I really don't <laughs> want that. Um, but if it's a single player like RPG uh, set like like let's say like The Witcher or Assassin's Creed and you're like Mando like from the TV show and you're a bounty hunter running around. I mean, I could see that or I'll just go play Starfield with mods on. I mean, that's that's the same thing. <laughs> What do you think, Sarge? Do you think what, what what type of game do you think Bethesda is working on for Star Wars? Hard to say. I'm glad that the license is up so other people can make games. Um, I I think this is going to be one of those things where because Star Wars IP is so badly damaged, I think that it's up to the video games now to pick the right genre of Star Wars game to try to get people to go back into it. Like the Star Wars, the Star Wars brand is damaged severely, and most people think it's the it's damaged irreversibly. 
So I think that the only way that you get people to go back to Star Wars is a proper development team releasing a proper Star Wars game that gets people excited about Star Wars again. Outlaws, I think, has a real shot. But as far as people, everybody out in the woodwork, like, you basically release the hounds. Like, everyone can make a Star Wars game, right? And it seems strange to me that so many Star Wars games are already ready to come out just as the licensing ended. Like, they were already making these damn games right. before the licensing was up. I didn't even know you were allowed to make the game. Or is it just release the game until the license is up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're all waiting. They're all, they all got their ideas and they're waiting and they've been building up on these games. Here's something that I know people will hate me saying, but if Bethesda's working on a game and it's Star Wars, one of my favorite MMOs of all time is Star Wars Galaxies. Loved Star Wars Galaxies. Now, obviously, Star Wars Galaxies was owned by Sony Entertainment and that's not going to happen. But listen to me. Don't, don't take this out of context here. What about if Bethesda makes an MMO game or MMO light type of game like Fallout 76 but set in a Star Wars Star Wars universe. Okay. Like not come out well, shitty like Fallout said, 76. Yeah, but you just said in the story that they are coming out with a with a Star Wars MMO. Well, no, they could like, be like Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah well, El no, well, the people that made Elder Scrolls online are making another MMO and it might be a Star Wars game is what I'm saying. Okay, okay. I'm just talking about hand. a game like Bethesda. If Bethesda's coming out with a game, what about if they make a game like Fallout 76 where it's a co-op a co-op game like that where you like live in the world of Star Wars, like a Star Wars Galaxies. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? I don't I don't know. I'm going to be very honest about this. I don't know if Bethesda's engine would do Star Wars justice. I don't know, man. Like the 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 space punk thing that we got with Starfield is pretty cool. The problem is I don't think they do two space games back to back, you know what I mean? I don't know. I know a lot of people hate Fallout 76. I'm not saying come out like Fallout 76. What I'm saying is the 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 model of Fallout 76 where you can play co-op and there's missions you go on. Imagine if like you could go to Tatooine or you can go to Endor and you're in these you're, environments and you're in you're living in these worlds. Like you did in Star Wars Galaxies. The complexities of an MMO by today's standards in order for people to remain in the game are really, truly expensive. Like, what you need to do to get people to be in an MMO now and stay, like, even WoW's having trouble at this point, right? Sure. I think I think we're going towards a different version of what an MMO game is. I think they're probably going to be trying some different things out just to see if they can tweak it a little bit because I think the old-style versions of what an MMO game is isn't working anymore to be able to release a new one. Right. Like, the ones that are still there, they're probably going to milk it until it's over, and they've had their good run. But I don't think you're going to start from scratch and release one that looks the one like, and release one in the same condition of the ones that are currently being played now. Mm. Which is why I think that a Star Wars MMO done, like, by the same people that did Elder Scrolls, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, there's a Star Wars know. MMO right now with the Old Republic. That's fun. It's good. It, I mean, it it is... I. I want something different, I think, though. I want something different. I think, I, I think the way that the skeleton of an MMO was can't be updated and done by today's standard. <laughs> seeing seeing the other types of games that we have, it have to be like an MMO 
but like a destiny version i was just gonna say like like that what if first it would have ascendant, to be a more advanced what version. about if first descendant was the star wars game instead the ip of first descendant but it's star wars instead of first descendant i think that's a hit all right i here's 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 my thing on mmos for today's standards right a a an mmo besides being a massively multiplayer game i think needs to be learned and grown by the people who are playing it right so like if you were to give me a world to exist in the storyline would have to be decent but the the depth of the game wouldn't have to be that deep but the more people play it they make the game deeper like i like, like star, star wars, wars galaxies. galaxies i like star wars galaxies because the only way you got a better gun was if somebody trained to make guns and then made a better gun, right? So the economy there was, I like guns. Right. I want to make guns and be a billionaire making guns. And so then you start your own economy. Another guy makes guns. Then you start doing the price wars. And it becomes like a real economy because you're the one starting the business. Right. Like you're the one making the game. I go out to find the materials to make the guns. And then I sell you the better gun. Right, which is why in late stage galaxies, if you started a new character, right, the level one to ten gun that you got from the game was crap. But the level one to ten gun made by the guy who was trying to help right. out newbies was amazing. Yeah. So you could cut down your XP grind by like a week because you'd use a better gun. Yeah. Like that to me is how like present day MMO should be. It shouldn't be like this place where I find the min-maxing of the armor. The armor's made by the guys, I, like I, people in the game. There's still to this day, there's not games that do exactly what, what Galaxies did. They did, right. they, they did a lot right. They did a lot right. Way ahead of their time. All right. Yeah, I'm 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 excited for Outlaws when Outlaws comes out. That's going to be my number Outlaws one purchase. Outlaws looks good. Yeah, my my Outlaws number one purchase good. next year. We're buying that. Maybe it'll come out on the Xbox round. <laughs> well, it's uh, by that Maybe time. Maybe it'll be on the on the cover box of the Xbox yeah. round. Well, no, it's Ubisoft, so it's it, it'll be there. I, I like Ubisoft games. I, I've enjoyed my time in in Ubisoft games. Tyler says Galaxy's had a lot of great features, memories. Yeah, fucking well, great. Tyler Tyler just aged himself out right there. If he knows what Galaxy's is, yeah, he's, he's about he's about forty. <laughs> about, you would about, have to be about, to understand uh, Galaxies. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you would be about yeah, because it was it was early two thousands, so it's like twenty years ago, twenty one years ago. I mean that that what they what they did in that game was groundbreaking. Nobody's tried to copy it since they found it. Ash easier... Creations is trying to, I think. Trying, trying, but that's not out yet. So we'll but see. But the but the graphics the graphics now are so much. Do you know what kind of Star Wars game you could have? Dude, I want to see that Star Wars game it, that they showed three years ago that never came out. That Amy, Amy was that Amy? Uh, what Henning was was operating it. Now she's doing a Marvel game. See, nobody likes the idea I would have for the MMO game because you want this go to A to B to C to D to get your level to get your level to get your level. The MMO experience should be more along the lines of you're picking a life to lead in the game, and you have to learn it as you go. You're not just being handed quests all day long. You know, you, you, right. you figure it out. Like you figure it out. Like you, 
the more you the more you go down the road of what you want to do, the more quests open up. Otherwise, it's more long of this to figure it out. I got to figure out just like you have to figure out your own life as opposed to being handed a list that says one to 100. Listen, if you just do one to 100, you'll I, level up. That's what I liked about galaxies, though, because you could be um, you could work at the bar, right? You could be a, an entertainer. And that was a quest, but it wasn't a quest. Like you would do it to get XP, and then you were also helping someone because you were buffing them, right? Same thing with the doctor. You would walk, work. I thought in the that was. I thought that was a very interesting mechanic in yeah. that game. And then when you worked in the hospital or the the thing, you would heal people that came in. You would literally just sit. And I know people look at this. That sounds terrible. But you would sit in the hospital, and people that were injured would come in, and you, you would, would talk to them. And you would make. You, you would actually make, engage. Yeah. Yeah. And then you would give you would them have, the you would you give would them the med to, packs. You would have to make the stuff to for your levels to go up. Yes. He would sit there. And you guys would talk to each other yeah. while you did what you needed to do. Yeah. And then when you got to a certain point, you were now training other people below you so they could also get up so you could also go to the next level, right? It was it was right. So the highest genius. level, the highest level character in a Star Wars Galaxy game meant that he had to tutor at least a yeah, hundred. Had a mentor people. other people. Yeah. He had to mentor a hundred other people in order for him to reach the level that he's at. Yeah. It's it's a self gratifying thing. That's how that game worked. Yeah, it was great. All right, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. You can listen to us here on uh, Thirty NSG on YouTube uh, on Thursdays at eight PM, or you can listen to us after the fact on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. We do appreciate you very much for coming out and hanging out with us. If you'd like to help us out, hit that like button down below. Uh, if you don't know where the like button is, it's the one next to the down button. Uh, that's the like button. Uh, if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you become a subscriber. We do multiple shows. We do live shows Monday through Thursday from 10 o'clock in the morning till noon Eastern. We also do uh, Let's Plays from 8, 8 p.m. to about midnight, Monday through Wednesday. And then we do this podcast uh, over here. And then we also do uploads. Uh, and then we do bonus on the weekends as well. So lots of content. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can help us out here. As little as $5 as a membership. And we do appreciate you very much. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Game on, guys. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about games